the 700 Tapes podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not own the rights to any of the clips you're going to be hearing on this program. The 700 Tapes podcast will contain mature language and mature subject matter. If you're easily offended, stop listening now. But if you're not, lay back, relax, and get ready for what you're about to receive. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia, and if you like VHS, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast. now than it was because when we were kids everybody loved their teacher like you liked them and you made her a valentine's day the one i liked was miss wilder start when little and and i was right around that age when i was going through puberty you know i'd be sitting down like you know just contorting in my seat i made her a valentine's day one year and then i brought her an apple uh but from mexico it was little and you know with chile all over it's just like And now, if you like your teacher, you gotta get her pregnant or else they don't, she don't think you care. All day trying to figure out love, it ain't making sense, man. I, Valentine's Day throwing me off because I messed up last year and went to Victoria's Secret. Mistake. I grab a bra, put, a, uh, put it on the counter. You know how you walk and you're like, there's no way this could be the actual price. And she confirmed it was $65. I'm like, what does it do? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, what you gonna do, man? You ain't paying for this, get out of this situation. I had nothing clever, man. I just moseyed away from the counter like this. Moseyed my ass out to J.C. Penner. Eight dollars. Y'all ain't even hear me, eight dollars for the bra and the panties. It came on the same hanger. And it was beige. I don't give a shit. 
You think I care? You think she gonna walk in the room with it and I'm gonna be like, wait a minute. Is that from pennies? I can't go through with this. So look at this, on oh, my mosey out, the panties. How much are the panties, ladies, at Victoria's Secret? Like, how much? It's like 20, yeah. The ones I saw was $23.99. Now, let's say I would've spent 65, that's like 80-something dollars plus tax. If I spend that much, I can't even enjoy the sex. <laughs> she trying to be cute, twirling it, stretching out all the fabric, throwing it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> better take care of this nice shit. I spent $85 plus tax on this. You wearing this again tomorrow. You might as well consider this a uniform. Should I spend that much? I'm wearing it too. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Better Late Than Never 700 Days Podcast Valentine's Day episode. I'm your host to this tunnel of love, Jasperino, joined as always by the man, the myth, the legacy. Damn, they might as well just call it Roman's Day. Mr. Roman Alvarado. Hey. How you doing, sir? I am great. Damn. So here's what we're doing. We're we're that dude that forgot about Valentine's Day. And we had to run out to the gas station at like 11 o'clock at night and grab something and bring it back. Mm-hmm. So now you're giving your girl like some power steering fluid. <laughs> Windshield wiper blade. <laughs> For your car, baby. I know how much you love your car. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) So, if you listened to the last episode, you know that we fell behind a little bit. Well, I had already planned out this Valentine's Day episode, and I bought a special movie just for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And fuck if we weren't doing it. Right. So, we ended up actually, if you listen to The Hitcher, we actually recorded that. You know... At 700's podcast, what you see is what you get. We're raw. We're all. What do you say? Uh, what are you always saying? Uh, Real deal, Holyfield. No, um, I don't know. Oh, baby, I like it raw. That, there you go. Yeah, yeah, baby, I like it raw. That wasn't what I was looking for, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, uh, when it's you can see everything. Transparent. So, transparency. Mm-hmm. That's the word we like. So if you listen to The Hitcher, we actually recorded that on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So now, it's a couple days past Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But Valentine's Day was over when we say it's over. And like I said, you know, when you're the doctors of love like we are, wow, wow. play a scream. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day every day, baby. If you if you hook up with, with your boys from Saturday's podcast, every day is Valentine's Day. Damn right. That's how we lay it down. Damn right. Right. <laughs> so here we are. Mm-hmm. We're ready to do this. How's it going, man? How you feeling? 
I can't complain, man. Yeah, we you pulled know? this off. I'm, I'm happy. Damn right. Because usually when we're down to the wire like this, we're trying to pull something together. We, you know, let's just wait till the weekend. But man, we're here on a fucking weeknight. Hey, no no f- fucks given. None. None. Zero. Nothing. Zip. Zip. You say. <laughs> Donut hole, bitch. Donut hole. <laughs> oh shit! Sex machine. We got some uh, Lords of Acid going in the background. Oh yeah, this that is definitely like a perfect fucking name for them because this, this is, is my uh, Valentine's Day kind of vibe. This is like having sex on Demolition Man. Right. <laughs> fuck that beat. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. <laughs> oh, we can't have sex anymore. He was like, "Uh, uh." uh yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You know, if you, if, I mean, if that was the only way you could have sex with Sandra Bullock, there was worse ways to do it, I guess. Right. I mean, you know. It could be like, you know, there's, okay, your eyes so, closed. so you guys. Bird box. Bird box. <laughs> put this blindfold on. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> you ain't going to see it coming, baby. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Wax it. <laughs> oh, shit. Like in this movie. Yeah, Wax that's right. it. This week we are doing in honor of Valentine's Day, present, past, and future. We're doing Valentine from 2001, starring David Boreanaz, the very, very delicious Denise Richards, uh, Katie, what's her, Catherine Heigl, mm-hmm. and uh, some other, I don't know, bimbos. Some other bimbos. I'm glad we were both on the same oh, <laughs> bimbo tip. Okay, <laughs> on the bimbo tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird because usually the bimbos are on the tip. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bimbo tip. Welcome once again to the Seven Hundred Days Podcast. We're getting all the shit out of the way right now. Check us out on your interwebs at Facebook under Seven Hundred Tapes. You can check out our Facebook group also under Seven Hundred Tapes. Check us out on Twitter, Jasperino at Seven Hundred Tapes. Uh, check us out on Instagram. On the IG tip, that is where we are most prominent. It's where we got the most shit going on. Of course, it's at 700 Tapes. If you go to our bio on Instagram and go to our link in our bio, you will see everywhere just about, not everywhere, but all the main places where you can listen to us. But we are available now anywhere you find your favorite podcast. I fucking love saying that because we've worked yes. very hard to get there. Damn right. We're on episode 32, Roman. Woo! Hell yeah. So, uh, also, the very important thing on our link in our bio will also take you to our Etsy page where you can buy some cool shit. Damn right. And uh, soon to come, I'm going to put up a link to our Macari page, which we have now, too, where I'm selling older, vintage, and just shit that I found here and there that I'm trying to sell. Nice. <laughs> I can't sell anything on Etsy that's not at least 20 years old that's, that's considered vintage that I didn't make myself. So I opened a Macari account to uh, sell all the other shit that I have. Um, I've had a couple of sales on there so far, which is pretty cool. I've only got two items up right now because I've sold a couple items. Nice. But I will go back, and I've got some other stuff to add. I just have to get it, you know, kind of prepped and ready and get the pictures taken and all that. So check us out. We're everywhere now. Nice. They call us American Express, baby, because we're everywhere you want to be. Oh, damn, he did that. Yeah, we're laying it down tonight. I'm feeling good. I had a nap. Hell yeah. <laughs> we are broadcasting late into the night over the radio waves of the outlands of the Arizona desert. Broadcasting to our mutant 
robotic lizard overlords to mutant insectoids, astro zombies, all of the atomic families out there radiating into the night, glowing green and happy as they sit down to dinner. That's us. Hell yeah. So I got some cool shit going on. Um, something I want to do a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2001. It's interesting watching this movie. Because mm-hmm. usually my nostalgia has to do with being younger and being a kid. You know what I mean? We talked about nostalgia with The Hitcher. Like, right. I had a lot of nostalgia being in seventh grade and watching this movie. When this movie came out in 2001, I was married. I had kids. But I still felt some nostalgia watching it because you think 2001, that's 20 years ago. It's now 2021. Which is crazy. Isn't that crazy? And if I recall, my then wife and I went and saw this movie on Valentine's Day as part of our Valentine's Day date. Nice. So there was a little bit of nostalgia in there. And then I remember bringing it home and we uh, buying it on VHS Mm -hmm. after it came out because we liked it. And then watching it again at home, I could almost, if if I closed my eyes and like, kind of went back a little bit i could almost see my living room as it was nice when i was watching this movie because i had the surround sound set up and a nice big tv at that time it was still like a tube tv mm-hmm. but um i had the big like i don't know 30 or 40 inch tube tv because they didn't get much better than that because they got right. fucking heavy but we turned all the lights off and we had the surround sound cranked up and it was like being in the movie theater it was really cool so yeah i could like almost see it if i went back Nice. Come back on a trip with me. Take a little trip. Take a little trip with me. Take a little trip. See. Take a little trip. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of hitting you with this. All right. And mm-hmm. I meant to tell you about this, and Fuck I forgot. Fuck that. Fuck that. Real raw and uncut. Do you have any, whether when you're a kid or an adult, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day memories that kind of stick with you? Oh. I got broken up with on Valentine's Day. Oh, no way. I was like fucking 11. So does does it count? Eh. I think that counts, man. That shit stays with you. So I remember she bought me this big ass like gorilla. And (laughs) it had like a, it was holding like a heart. It was a big ass gorilla too. Like it was big. (laughs) She was like, I'm breaking up with your monkey ass. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. The funny thing is I think I had like five bucks or whatever, you know, so... I was definitely hitting up the dollar store. Right. So I got her like, I remember it was like a rose. I don't know if it was like a perfume rose or something. Oh, yeah. Got her one of those. I, I got those. her some chocolate. All, you know, all this bullshit. And then she's like, here's this monkey and we're not together anymore. Damn. Damn. It's not you. It's me. It's the monkey. Right. <laughs> but other than that. Did she give you a good reason at least or just, Mm-mm. I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. At least got a monkey out of it. Damn. Yeah. Shake that's, that monkey. You know what? I got broken up. It wasn't Valentine's Day, but in high school one day, mm-hmm. I kissed my girlfriend, and she looked at me and started crying and ran away. <laughs> Damn. And that's how I got broken up with. I was thinking I was 14. Damn, son. Yeah, that was bad. You turned a lesbian? I, Damn. I, don't, I turned a hoe, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, you know, it's weird. If I had a dollar, and I don't know if this is just me. I don't know what it is about me. Like. If I had a dollar for every time a girl started crying after I kissed them. <laughs> what could you buy? I'd have some nice-ass microphones right now. I know that <laughs> for the podcast. Well, damn. Yeah, it's a weird track record I have. I don't know. Is your nose bleeding? No. My, my <laughs> nose is not bleeding. But yeah, man. Um, so my thing is, 
uh, one Valentine's Day at school, you could buy the little Valentine grams. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it yeah. came with like a flower. Mm-hmm. And you went like the day before and paid your $2 or whatever, and you picked out the little poem you wanted on it or whatever, and they printed it out. Mm-hmm. And they put it with the flower, and it came with like a little candy or something. Mm-hmm. And then they would go around on Valentine's Day, and they delivered them to the classroom. Yeah, the candy grams. Or the, yeah. yeah, so I will never forget. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say her full name on on the air, but her name was Amber. Mm-hmm. And this was fourth grade. Fourth grade, okay. So I went and I paid my two dollars and had my little thing, and you know, and then they brought them around to the classrooms, you know, around you know, right before lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. and delivered them. And she got one, and everybody's like, ooh. And then she read it, and she got all red, and they're like, "Who's it from? Who's it from? Who's it from?" You know. And then she finally told everybody it was from me, and everybody's like, ooh. You know, it's fourth grade, so mm-hmm. then. Everybody's talking shit to me all day, like, ooh. And um, this sparked a week-long drama incident because my best friend at the time, his name was Billy, Mm -hmm. he also liked Amber. Oh, shit. So this started a little drama, a little love triangle kind of between the three of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, culminated in us, like, cornering her on the playground, be like, which one of us do you want to be your boyfriend? She was like... Neither one of you. <laughs> Damn. And we were like, yeah, that's what we were like. Oh, so it's funny. The things you remember. Mm-hmm. Fast forward like 20 years. 20 years, okay. Or so. About, I don't know, I would say 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I found Billy on Facebook. He came <laughs> up, you know, you get those people you may know, and I'm like, I'm reading his name, and I'm like, there's no way that's the kid. I No way. And I looked at his profile, I was looking at his pictures, I'm like... That damn sure is him with a beard now. His same fourth kid. grade picture still? Oh, shit. No, it's the same kid, but he had a beard. <laughs> you know how you look the same when mm-hmm. you, you just look older. So I friended him, mm-hmm. and then I messaged him. like, hey, I don't remember me. We used to hang out before. He was like, hey, he did remember me. Nice. And we talked a little bit, and I brought that up. I said, do you remember fighting over that girl, Amber? He had no recollection of that whatsoever. Damn. And that was a defining moment in my life. Like, mm-hmm. it was one of the things, obviously, I'm talking about it right now. Like, it had some <laughs> kind of deep psychological effect on me. Because at that time, I still had some kind of sunshine in my soul, I guess. I, I wasn't <laughs> the dead black crypt on the inside that I am now. <laughs> and uh, I was sure that if we just could get her by herself and be like which one of us do you want she'd be like me of course you know and she's like neither one of you we were both like well, ain't that a bitch you want to go play four square right. <laughs> tetherball yeah Ooh, we did have a tetherball too oh, cool. tetherball it is we used to play four square all the time though. no so ropies that shit was fun <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah yeah anyway so yeah that was my uh yeah i spent that two dollars man i could just bought a fucking pickle you could have bought a grip or, of shit for two dollars when you was growing up. Bought a pickle up. afterwards, shit. after school. Remember they used to sell the pickles. Uh-huh. I right, so one year, you know, this had nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. They selling those Dollar Joe pickles for the student council or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for you know the bus is coming, but I'm waiting to get my pickle. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, and the girl is selling the pickles. She's dunking her hand into the jar and grabbing the pickle and like shaking it off and putting it on the napkin, hand it. And then licking her fingers, and then putting her hand back in, and I was like, "I don't want to pickle anymore." <laughs> I'll pass. Yeah, 
That was gross. Even in like fourth grade, I thought that's disgusting. Ugh. Now in eighth grade, if the girl had been grabbing the pickle and shaking it off and eat about two, yeah, I'd have been like, <laughs> I don't even need the pickle. Can you do that again? Right, do it, do it. Yeah. Dunk, dunk it again. Dunk that's it again. Funny. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, Valentine's Day is it a big deal to you? I mean, like, it's not this. Okay, I gotta say. I, this is the first Valentine's Day in my adult life mm-hmm. that I haven't given or received something. Gotcha. We did nothing. We didn't even recognize it. It was just a day like, hey, how's it going? Like, you know? And it was just, eh. And uh, it was just, I don't know if it was weird for me or not, or if I was just kind of apathetic about the whole thing, but it was just seemed kind of, when I, it wasn't weird to me until I thought, this was the first time in my adult life I haven't given or received a gift on Valentine's Day. I, like, I didn't give anything shit, you know. I got a lot of candy uh, the next day when I went to work. All the ladies in the uh, masking room next to me. Nice. They, all, they had a bunch of chocolate, so I got a lot of chocolate the next day. That was cool. Nice. So I made out like a bandit at work. So my big issue with Valentine's Day is the same thing with like Christmas and fucking... And, Commercialism? Uh, no, oh. and and Father's Day. Oh, you get bullshit, right? But you got to spend money, right? Fuck you, want, like so? You're trying to give me socks on Christmas? Yeah, I bought oh, you a yeah. diamond fucking you know ring. What? That's right, guys get fucked. You got to think, look, like guys on Mother's fucked. Day, I got to get up and do all this shit. But on yeah, Father's Day, breakfast in bed, you do nothing. Clean the house. Fuck that. Right? And then look, look, I'm just gonna take it a step even further. Okay, okay. Oh shit. So the gift you gave me two days ago, you're trying to re-gift now? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you gave me some pussy Damn, two days I ago. Get any day. Any day. But now you're trying to now, wrap it up different? Now it's special. All right. <laughs> now it's special. Nah. But you want something from Jared's. You know right. what I'm saying? You want Tom something. Shane. <laughs> right. Shane Cole. Oh, uh, we got this now. If you live in Arizona, you're going to know this. It's Valentine's Day. It's time to go to Tom Shane. Shane Company on Scottsdale and Acoma. Scottsdale and Acoma. I'm Tom Shane. Every year, I fly to Bangkok to have sex with underage boys and pick out the best diamonds for you, the consumer. (laughs) If you don't want to be considered a piece of shit this Valentine's Day, you need to get the one you love. A big expensive diamond to prove that you really love them. Because going to work every day and paying all the bills and supporting your kids, that ain't shit. (laughs) Shane Co. (laughs) Shaneco.com. Now you have a friend in the diamond industry and possibly the child trafficking industry. (laughs) Now you have a friend in the ladyboy industry. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love doing that Tom Shane voice. It never gets old. <laughs> that is funny. Anyway, but yeah, I'm I'm like a hopeless romantic. So you, I can tell. So fucking, I can totally tell. <laughs> fucking, you know, it's every day. Is You're right. Though, I day. think you've kind of you kind of convinced you. You kind of yeah. You brought me over to your side. We do get fucked on all them holidays, man. For, for sure. Kids, especially it's, at Christmas time, you get fucked twice. Especially at Christmas time, because fucking kids, they want Xboxes, mm-hmm. PS Five, mm-hmm. all this expensive shit. And they're like, "I drew you a picture. Like, you drew me a goddamn. <laughs> what that take you two minutes, Jethro? Not you not spilled some Kool Aid on it. Not only that, it's like <laughs> you use my shit to make this. I know you 
you, you gotta be shitting me. You fucking oh, scavenger. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking vagabond. You know what I got myself? <laughs> A PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who's bitching at me about it? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Your PS mama. <laughs> One year, um, I used to. Uh, I used to not get a lot of gifts on Christmas because we used to spend all the money on the kids. Mm. But sometimes I'd be funny and I'd buy myself like a CD or a movie mm-hmm. and I'd wrap it up and put like, it was from the cat. Like the cat <laughs> got me something or the dog got me something. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have. How, how did you even get money? Like, that's so Aww, crazy. <laughs> Cheddar, you did that for me, Cheddar. Aww, mittens. Oh, mittens. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. We have something for you right now, though, Aww. that we like to call The Tale of the Tape. In which my gift to you is going to be reading you the back of the VHS tape for Valentine. Revenge is sweet, just like a Valentine bonbon. At least that's what a vengeful Cupid mass killer thinks. Be my valentine, or else. Broken hearts and other mortal wounds wait a cast of contemporary young stars when they play dating scene veterans dying for love in this humor-laced, twist-filled thriller cleverly directed by Jamie Blanks, urban legend, and starring David Boreanaz, TV's angel, Denise Richards, The World Is Not Enough, Marley Shelton, Sugar and Spice, Katherine Heigl, TV's Roswell, and more. Cards, candy, and flowers are nice, but for fans of stalker, shocker, terror, there's nothing like a valentine. And I gotta read the front. Remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. <laughs> Dude. That is the back of the VHS tape. This is a hot cast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially for this time period. For sure. So we had Angel, of course, David Boreanaz from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Spinoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Denise Richards, who at that time was in The World Is Not Enough, the James Bond movie. But we would know Denise Richards much better later on in 1995, I think it was, when she starred with Nev Campbell. In mm. Wild Things. <laughs> and then you had uh, Catherine Heigl from Roswell, which was like the hottest show on TV at that time, mm-hmm. which I never really watched. And Neither then did I. Marley Shelton from Sugar and Spice, which is funny because I believe the trailer for Sugar and Spice is on this VHS. Oh, that means that movie sucked. You're right. Uh, I did not see that movie, but um, there was that was the one with the cheerleaders. That Rob Banks. Oh, I might have seen that. I think Denise Richards might have been in that one, too. Mm, I don't, I don't think I was, I know Mina Savari was in it, because I'm a really big Mina Savari fan, which we're going to get into a little bit later when I hit you with the other thing that we're doing. Oh, shit. That's exciting. I got some shit lined up, man. Oh, shit. But yeah, when you think about this time period, man, 2001, that was... Uh, that was a good era for me, like the whole between 1998, 99, and 2001, I'm proud 2002. To be in America, where at least I know I'm free. I don't know where that came from. 2001, America, on. Space Odyssey. No, because you know what happened in two. Oh, are you talking about 9/11? Yeah. 
Okay, that was not really the the greatest thing that happened to me. That really, that actually, nine eleven changed my life. It changed everybody's fucking life. Yeah, but it really changed my life. People Jeez. say that, and not to not to downplay it, <laughs> unless you knew somebody who died in the towers, and I apologize. But people are like nine eleven changed everybody. It literally changed my life because I was in the banking industry, mm-hmm. and the economy crashed, mm-hmm. and my job went away because the economy crashed because nine eleven. So it literally changed the course of my life. Damn. I would not be sitting here today podcasting probably if 9-11 did not happen. I would still be working at Chase Bank and coming home and wearing slacks and a polo every day and, and working towards my retirement. Instead, I went to graphic design school and ended up becoming a graphic designer and printing t-shirts, which led me to you, which led us here. Right. Here we go. We came around town. Right. Shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's a lot of... Uh, Especially music-wise. Mm-hmm. Some people consider that a dead era in music, but... What? I found a lot of good shit. There was a lot of... Um, I like to call them one-album wonders. All right. <laughs> Some of them are on the soundtrack. Uh, one of them being a band called Snake River Conspiracy, which I love. They do the end The end song on this movie mm-hmm. is the first song on their album, I hate Sonic when, Jihad. I hate when when albums were like that. Or like their single is their first song. Right. No, bitch, let me go find the single somewhere. Well, that wasn't their single. Their oh, single okay. was called Vulcan, and it was really, really good. And uh, it was a, it's at the, actually at the end of the album. Nice. Um, they also did a cover of Love Song by The Cure, which is really good. Nice. They appeared on Charmed. Look, yeah, so they were hot, I was watching They were Charmed hot for a hot minute. Day before yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. The original one with... Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Doherty and all them, yeah, nice, yeah, and then you know with with the original song too. Oh, nice! I am the sun, Mm -hmm. I am the air. God, I love that. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that extended version I threw on the end of a damn right the craft, the craft that eleven minute version of that song. Fucking can listen to it all day, but anyway, I still don't know at this point what song I'm playing at the end of this episode. All right, because I picked one. That's not connected to this movie at all, but it kind of went along with my fuck Valentine's Day, heartbroken type thing that I had going in the beginning. Fuck you. Yeah. But then I started thinking about Snake River Conspiracy and how much I love them. And then Snake River Conspiracy spawned another one album band Mm -hmm. called Broham. It was the guitarist from Snake River Conspiracy. About a year or so later, he did the Broham album. And that is fucking amazing. They did a, Their hit single was called Murked Out. Look it up. If you're into the whole Limp Bizkit rap rock thing, you're going to dig it. Um, but anyway, that album was really good too. But then I started thinking about their cover of Love Song because I didn't want to use the one that, from the movie because that was just a regular song. I don't know why they didn't use Love Song because it was on that album. Except maybe they couldn't get the rights to it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I still don't know which song I'm going to play. So I'll figure it out when I get there. We'll see how the mood of the podcast goes. Gotcha. And then we'll kind of go from there. But, yeah, there was a lot of good, like, P.O.D. dropped an album that year that was really good called Satellite. Mm-hmm. It was a good year for music that's for me. The, the funny thing is that's the, whenever you say P.O.D., that's the, whatchamacallit I can think of. Isn't it somewhere? Don't you have your, where your CD's at? Were your CDs over here at one point in time or no? Yeah, I did have a stack of CDs right there. Gotcha, because I think I remember seeing it. was in there. Because mm-hmm. I remember, uh, so I downloaded this, uh, this app on my phone mm-hmm. where I can scan the barcode on the back of my CDs, mm-hmm. and it creates a CD library in my cloud. Nice. So if I'm out somewhere, because I do a lot of thrift storing, mm-hmm. if you know anything about me, you know that. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna pop some, some tags. tags. We got twenty dollars in my pocket. Yeah, that song's tight. For sure. Yeah. They had a broken keyboard. I brought a broken keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I wear your granddad's clothes. <laughs> I look incredible. If you also know me, that's also true. Um, but uh, like if I'm at the Goodwill or whatever, and I find a CD and I can't remember if I have it, hmm. I can go to my app and just look it up. And if it's not in, well, I'm not totally done. That's <laughs> that's why the CD shelf back here is half empty. Uh huh. That top half is what I've scanned in, and I've scanned in all of these. So I'm kind of going because I don't want to get them mixed up. So I'm still in the process of scanning in my extensive library, hundreds of CDs that I have because I love social media, social media. I love physical media. I hate social media. I love physical media. And then one day when we're like in Texas and all the power's out, mm-hmm. I guess I won't be able to listen to anything because I won't have any power. Never mind. But if the internet ever goes out, I'll be able to listen to music, watch movies. Hell yeah. Anyway. POD, yeah, because I rem- I realized as I was doing that I had two copies of Satellite. Nice. And I gave one to my son, and he was like, "Thanks?" Question mark. So let's let's just think of just you know bands, in one. So I'm gonna say this first one, and you're probably gonna laugh. All right. Nickelback. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. You're like no. You know what pisses Nickelback. me off about Nickelback? Every time I'm like, I don't like Nickelback. They released another song about a stripper, and I'm like, that song's not that bad. <laughs> Every time I think of Nickelback, I always think of, Can you take me higher? That's Creed. Oh, there we go. That is but definitely. They were Creed. out that that year too. Yes, that's why I was like, that is. Okay, definitely I'm gonna say Creed. this about Creed, and I might lose some credit for this. If I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're both from Arizona. No, they're not. I think Nickelback is. They they went to ASU or something. Oh my one God. of the one of the two. That's why I was getting mixed up. So always. Creed, their first album mm-hmm. is bomb. Oh yeah, for sure. That I created my own prison. Mm-hmm. That whole album is amazing. I bought it when it came out, and I'm like, dude, these guys are going somewhere. And then I think what happened was the record company said, you know, if you changed your sound just a little bit to be more mainstream, you'd make a fuck ton more money. And they went, all right, let's do it. And then they sucked after that. They became like chick music. Not only chick music, but I think they were like really, really teetering, kind of like alternative, like fucking almost Christian-y kind of. They were like really like... yeah. Really, that first borderline. album was very. It wasn't borderline nothing. That was a fucking a lion roars in the darkness. Only he holds the key. Come on, man. That's a Christian <laughs> song I've ever heard one. Right. Then they ended up with the Oh, I just heard news today. I guess my life is gonna change. I should have bought that rubber I saw. <laughs> now I'm fucked. For the next 18 years, her legs were open. (laughs) What else was I supposed to do? (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's funny. Oh, Creed. (laughs) Creed. Nickelback, Nickelback. Oh, man, I do. I don't really. I'm not a Nickelback fan, but I will listen to that. Uh. That the stripper song, yeah, I like the pants around my neck or whatever. Uh, <laughs> you got to think three doors down. Fucking, oh man, Superman. Yeah, um, a lot of one hit wonders in that. Very, era. very like they are boom, 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 boom. Um, 
Okay. Limp, I remember Biscuit was still holding on around they were, that time. That was what chocolate starfish, chocolate, chocolate starfish, hot dog flavored water, hot dog flavored water, <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Because uh, that's rolling, 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 yeah. rolling. Come on, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I think Corn dropped an album that year. Uh, it might have been Untouchables. Yeah, probably, and that's that's what Coming Undone. Uh, no, that's Keep a, that's a little holding fun. on. That was later. Yeah. My brain's ticking like a bomb. Dude, I am um, a huge the, uh, corn uh, fan. Uh, uh, System of a Down. Oh, System mistaken. of a Down was hot. They dropped. Uh, they were hot. Chop uh, suey. Yes. Yes. For sure. Oh, man. They were hot. Uh, let's see. Who else? Wake up. Come on, put a little makeup. Message if you give on the table. I don't think you trust. Yes. I karaoke the shit out oh, of that I, song. I, like, I'll tear that shit up. You and I should do it together. We, should, we would, definitely dude, should. We could harmonize. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If they ever do karaoke again. I just found out because I went to the Trugit Tavern across the street from me the mm-hmm. other night when John Paulin was here. Mm-hmm. And they had a big sign up that said karaoke on Saturday night. And it was Saturday night, but maybe it didn't start till like 10 or something because it said karaoke's back January 25th or whatever the date was. And I was like, sweet. And then I was like. Nothing. Yeah. It's probably good because. The night would have been a lot differently if there had been karaoke. Because I'd have been like, let's order another round. He'd Fuck been, this shit. You'd have been drunk, drunk. Dude. <laughs> my arms wide open. Look right. Tearing down my face. <laughs> Under the sunlight. <laughs> Sing with me, everybody. <laughs> so the funny thing is, the reason I remember uh, <laughs> the uh, Creed song or whatever is because it was from Titan <laughs> AE. That movie, yes. And they said that movie was a fucking bomb. It was, but like, the animation was like groundbreaking for the time, I guess. My daughter, Kayla, I think, it, was really into that movie. They said it fucking cost a fuck ton of money. Dang. Yeah. That's funny because the trivia on this movie, it cost $10 million to make. And one of the trivia points is at $10 million, it is the lowest uh, budgeted movie to ever have a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because, of course, Valentine's Day, Super Bowl is usually around. Yep. Like, it's usually, like, February 8th-ish. Yep. And I think this movie dropped, like, February 2nd or something like that. So they were really trying Pushing to cash it. in on that Valentine's. But before we get into that, um, I do have something else I want to do. So 2001, since we're on that track already, mm-hmm. let's do this. Um, so I started thinking about the other thing I was into around 2001 was I had... Wrestling. Subscriptions to... Remember the men's magazines? I, I would had say Mad. Maxim. Mm-hmm. And stuff magazine, remember mm-hmm. those? I had, I had subscriptions to those. Nice. So I had all the the, and then I always had funny, cool shit in it, like how to land an airplane and like crazy man <laughs> type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a very testosterone fueled era, I guess. For sure. Wrestling was huge. You're right. WWE was huge. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think SmackDown started like around 2001. Yep. yep. And they went into the, they were coming out of the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. going into the Ruthless Aggression Era. That's what it's called after? Yeah, the Ruthless Aggression Era. And you know why one person coined that phrase? John Cena? And yeah, and he's a regular guest on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless Aggression. Because he came out, his first match was against Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Angle was like, there's nobody back in the locker room good enough to beat me. I'd challenge anybody to come out. And here comes young-ass John Cena before he was anybody. Was he rapping? No, he was in like just plain like fucking shorts and like short hair, and then and he's like, Kurt Angle's laughing at him, and he goes, "What? What do you think you've got that could possibly beat me?" And John Cena goes, 
ruthless aggression and he did that F you on him and mm -hmm. fucking pinned him and then oh my god John Cena and then, and then he came out as a rapper for some stupid reason mm -hmm. yo, but yo. that shit that shit was funny and it was definitely entertaining so one thing I remember from 2001 for Maxim Magazine was they used to do the Hot 100 okay I the hottest remember chicks that. of that year mm -hmm. so here's what we're gonna do I went to the internet and I pulled up the Hot 100 from 2001. Oh. And we're just going to start at 20. We can't do all of them. Right. I figured we were going to do 10, and I said we're going to do 20. Because gotcha. the reason was number 20 is the girl that plays Kate in this movie. So I had to start at that one. Mm -hmm. So here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to go through 20 and go all the way to 1. Mm -hmm. And we're going to name the actress. Mm -hmm. And then you're either going to say, she loves me, which means you're into her. Mm -hmm. Or she loves me not, which means I'm not really that into that actress. Gotcha. So you guys can play along, too, if you don't remember what some of these actresses look like. Because that has been 20 years. Uh, you can Google the names as I'm saying them. So let's go ahead and get this started. Um, I actually, for got, this... You got some music to go with it, huh? Some proper music to go with this. You remember this? You remember this? I don't, but this is nice. You don't remember this? Uh-uh. Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. Oh, oh I don't want to fall in love. <laughs> You've never heard this? I have. Oh, hell yeah. I have. Yeah, that's smooth. It's real nice. All right, here we go. So coming in at number 20, Marley Shelton, who is in our movie tonight as Kate. Uh, what do you think? She loves me. She loves me not. She loves me not. Yeah, I'm going with she loves me not also. So we're, yeah, we're on the same page right off the bat. All right. All right. Forgive me. There's a lot of ads on mm -hmm. this page. Number 19, Jamie Keene. She used to date Kid Rock. Hmm. She loves me. She loves me. I have always been a Jamie King. Mm -hmm. She's got, she's kind of like Jamie Presley. Mm -hmm. She's got that kind of white trashy kind of vibe going on. Mm -hmm. So I think as we go through this list, you're going to see a pattern with me. Okay. Because I went through it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a dirtbag. So... <laughs> All right, Jamie King, she loves me. All right. Number 18, Yamilia Diaz. I'm not really sure who she is. Oh, no, but shit, she loves me. I'm going with she loves me not. Oh. Okay. She got a weird thing on her nose right here. And I don't know, this is... Oh, I was going, Yamilia Diaz, if you guys know who she is, drop us a line at 700tapes at gmail.com and let us know, because I don't really recognize her. She's from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing her in something, but I don't really. It's been 20 years. Number 17, Allie Larder. I know what you're definitely going. You're like, hell yeah. Final Destination, Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. I'm with it. She loves me. She loves me, and I love her. Mm -hmm. It's an equal. Yeah, I fucking love Allie Larder. This fucking mouth. Oh, Ooh. yeah, dude. When she was in the Resident Evil movies, you got her and Mia Jovich, Mia Jovich in the same movie. Oh my God! You're like, overload. And then she was really good in the Final Destination movies. Yeah, I'm totally into Ali Larder. Number sixteen, Julia oh, Stiles. Look, I'm gonna go with I love her. She really? loves me. She loves me not. I look. The funny she thing is, because it was, uh, she's always been like the homely type. I always thought she was like the poor man's Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> but I've never liked Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, me either. Right. What's that movie she, the dance movie yeah, she was in? Yeah, uh, Save the Last Dance. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I was like, nah, you're supposed to be sexy. I'm just not buying it. She loves me not. She loves you not. So let's go. Number 15, 
Adriana Lima. She's fine as shit. Dude, she is. She loves me. She loves me. For sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's from Brazil. Brazil. I remember telling Deacon he was doing a, a paper on Brazil in like seventh grade. Mm. He's like, what can you tell me from Brazil, about Brazil? And I said, some of the hottest women on the planet live there. And he goes, come on. It's the truth. Girls are grody. It's the truth. <laughs> That's not one of them. I was going to be like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Number 14. Look, it ain't, it ain't nothing but a we number, baby. At the same time. She, she loves me. me. Oh, yeah. R.I.P., baby. She be my queen of the damn. Oh, damn, damn mm. right. Lestat, 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 right? Yeah. You're that damn right. Ooh. Romeo must die. Shit, all that. Oh, mm. DMX action. Number 13. Amanda Pete. Huh? She loves me not. She loves me not. Although I will say, when I was 10 years old, she was on a spy show. I can't remember what it was called, but I thought she was the hottest woman on the planet for some reason. But now, yeah. We fell off, Amanda. I'm sorry. Mm. Number 12. Christina Aguilera. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was going to try to hit a Christina Aguilera note. Oh, God. She's a genie in a bottle, baby. Yeah, that's right. You gotta rub I, her the right I way. I rub her the right way all day long. Because right. she loves me. Yeah, she loves me. Hell for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> all right. Number 11, Kim Smith. She loves me not. She loves me not. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I don't know who she is either. <laughs> you can Google it if you want to. Yeah. All right, we're coming to the top 10. Top 10, let's see what it is. Number 10, oh, Eliza yeah. Dushku. For sure. She, she loves, loves me. me oh, and my I love gosh. her. Yes, she played Faith Ooh, on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Shit. She was in the Wrong Turn. Oh my gosh! Uh, she was on a, a show called True Calling, where she ran everywhere for some reason. It was really weird, but yeah, she's uh, hot. She uh, hot as hell. She is she in American Pie? I don't think she. That was Tara Reid, Mina Savari, Allison Hannigan was in American Pie. She was on Buffy. I don't think Eliza Dushku was. Gotcha. That was uh, Amanda uh, or Elizabeth, Shannon Elizabeth. There we go. I always get their names mixed oh. up. I always get their names mixed up. All right. Number nine, Mina Savari. She, she loves, loves me. me. Dude, have you ever seen Spun? Possibly. She plays a cracked out meth head in Spun, and she's still hot. <laughs> Teeth are all falling out. She's taking a shit on the toilet, shooting up. I'd still fuck her. He's like, nah. I need it. I need it. Number eight, Estella Warren. Whoever she is, she's fine. She loves me. She loves me. You oh you never oh okay so, Stella Warren was in one of my favorite movies called Killing Zoe. Mm-hmm. It's a French bank robbery movie. Excellent. She's also an American werewolf in Paris. Nice. She's a fucking werewolf. She's awesome. Hell yeah. Number seven. Britney Spears. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I'm oops, go. I did it again. She loves me. Yeah. That, look, oops, I... Look, she's so hot okay. in that fucking... I'm going to say she loves grrr. me too, but I need to put a caveat on it. No bald head, Brittany. That, and okay. only because I would just... I would have sex with her to say I had sex with Britney Spears. Wait, wait, and uh, what is that uh, the, where she's in the red outfit? Is that toxic? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows the words to it, yeah. So... <laughs> The guy that did a lot of my tattoos, mm-hmm. the shop that he worked at, the piercer, mm-hmm. has her pubes in a plastic bag because she showed up and got uh, um, 
tramp stamp? Oh, not tramp stamp. Uh, fucking. No, I think she got her clippers. Like they had to, whatever it was, they had to shave her down there. And uh, yeah, he's got her pubes in a bag. Like I've touched her pubes. All right. <laughs> The All funny right. thing is, I actually looked up K Fed recently. Oh, God. Oh, my Kevin goodness. Federline. Oh, my goodness. He's cracked out junkie. He's all fat, too. Really? Yeah. He's like the kid from Terminator 2. <laughs> yes. What's, what's his name? Uh, Furlong. Edward Furlong. <laughs> all right, number six, Tara Reed. Yo. She, she loves me. Yeah. That is my, she's my white trash, fake boob, blonde <laughs> beauty. Just, she's trashy and I love it. She says she's trashy. Yeah. Yo, she looks like fucking. <laughs> she's a mess, <laughs> and I think that's the hottest thing about her is what a mess she is. The funny thing like is, she looks life. like Goldie Hawn's daughter or something. She's on this list. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Number five, Giselle Bouchin. She was a supermodel. That's if I'm not mistaken. That's uh, what's her name's uh, wife. Who? Uh, Tom Brady's. Oh, it is. You're right. But she loves me not. She loves me not. Yeah, so I didn't. I was never a supermodel guy, like, except Sidney Crawford. Yo, Sidney Crawford is definitely hot. And I've always liked, you know, big forehead ass Tyra Banks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see the uh, Family Guy Star Wars movies? (laughs) That one with the two little trucks on the Death Star. It's like, you know, I was just thinking about Tyra Banks. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Every day. Yeah. You're just a little truck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number four. Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, yeah, for sure. She loved me. Okay, I'm going to shock you. She loved me not. Okay. And it's not because she's not hot. Mm -hmm. Because she is smoking hot. Mm -hmm. But I've just heard and seen so much about her that I don't like her as a person. Gotcha. Think she's a little stink. Mm -hmm. A little uppity. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a big turnoff for me. I'm still fucking. Because it's like the Britney Spears thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just say, yeah, but I got to say she loved me not. Yeah, <sighs> it's the opposite of Tara Reid, mm-hmm. where it, she's just she's, she's so fucked up it's attractive. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's so uppity it's unattractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I like my women a little on the trashy side. Number three, Kate Hudson, Goldie Hawn's daughter, who you just brought up. Right, she loved me not. Love me not. I was I I've never. I'm been. not into it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's the eyes and the ears that's I a know, combination. Like just, her, yeah, her face is like a. It's shaped like a shovel. Right, like it. Uh, she I've, did a really good movie though um, about voodoo called uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was a horror movie and it was mm-hmm. really good. Uh, number two, Kirsten Dunst. She loves me not. She loves me not. How the fuck is she two? You know it's Spider Man. You can have it. I'm just like not, how the fuck is she two? Like I've I, never liked her. Right? Yeah. I've, I've always thought she was just like She's very broad shoulder. Homely. Yeah. Her and Julia Stiles is like ugh. Yeah. You ready for number one? Is it a good one? It look. It better be Selma. It's not no, hijack. Two thousand one. It's no. not Selma hijack. All right. All it's right. Good, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me see, let me see. I, I think Christina Applegate is too far gone. Nope. Um, um. Let's see. Don't give me. Don't give me no hints. Don't give me no hints. Um. I would assume Eliza. Eliza Dushku is already on here. So. Um, Fuck it, let's go for it. I don't know. You kick yourself. You be like, oh. Wait, so it, it's probably uh, she's probably from American Pie. Let's go. Ahead. Let's see it. Jessica Alba. Oh shit! I wouldn't. She, I, she, she didn't even cross my mind. She loves me. She loved me for sure. Look, you know what? You know what sold it for me? What's Fucking uh, Sin City. Yeah. 
Like the, like her just moving, jiving and shit. For Woo! me, it was Idle Hands. Oh, yeah. She looked so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then she was the best thing about that Fantastic Four movie, the Man, first those, one. All those suck. I actually enjoyed the first two. I think it's only because Jessica Alba was in them. Yeah. Second one, not so much. Other than, Damn. yeah, I don't know. But the first one wasn't bad. They had the guy from Charmed in it. He was mm-hmm. Dr. Doom. Good old Christian, whatever. Oh, Christian was his name on uh, Nip Tuck. Yes. Which is also <laughs> an amazing show. Did he end up getting titties in that show? What? In Nip Tuck? I don't think so. Or he, he gave somebody some titties. He gave, he gave, a, guy a, lot of, he gave a lot of people some titties. Is that Kevin Zorbo? It's Kevin Zorbo. That's <laughs> all. I was trying to see who else was on it. Rachel Lake Cook was number 29. She's hot. Mm-hmm. That's the chick from uh, um, the one where the ugly girl becomes the pretty girl. That was her. Uh, she's all that. Oh. I just got curious. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I'm looking through the 20s. Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. I was never into Mandy Moore. Neither was I. Garcia Bebius. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. She's hot. Yeah, I don't know so who that is, but she's hot. She's, she's from the Jamie Foxx show. Oh, okay. She's definitely get it. Oh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Fuck yeah, she loves yeah. me. She loves me. Rachel Weiss, she loves me. She loves me, yeah. These are just the 20s. Love oh. propon- is that a yep. Donna? That 70s show. I, yeah, I didn't know she was on. No, no, she's fucking fine, for sure. Yeah, she's fucking fine. Definitely is that, better. Is that Lucy Lou? Yeah, Z Zang. Oh. Definitely better as a redhead than a blonde, though. I didn't oh, like yeah. it when they turned her blonde. Shanna, there's Shanna Elizabeth coming in at number 33. Oh, my gosh. She should have been number one. 33? I love her and she loves me. In, uh, yeah, so right. did you know in uh, Jack Frost, the horror movie, she's part of the infamous Fuck, carrot rape scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez, number 32. That's my girl yeah. right there. Letty! <laughs> <laughs> Lily Zobeski, I always had a thing for her. She looks like a vampire. Yeah, that's why I like her. Oh! Uh, Jordana Brewster, she was also yeah. from yeah. Fast and Furious. Hot. She loves me. Yeah, anyway, I don't want to go too far ago, but that's a... That's She's a from Panama. Late 20s, early 30s right there. So. Mm-hmm. With you. That was tight. Nice. That was that fun. Was, that was, that tight. was fun. That was fun. I was Super trying to figure tight. out something kind of fun to do. I was thinking about that. Um, I actually thought about that on the way to work today. Nice. I was like, yeah, we're doing that tonight. That'd be Hell cool. yeah. She loves me. She loves me not. It works out so perfectly. So I can see like Chris Isaac going in. I'm sorry, Chris. Do you remember this music video? I feel like he's on a horse. No. He was with a supermodel. I can't remember her name. It was Alina or something. But um, she's like topless to the whole thing. Oh, but shit. You don't see anything but her hair is like hands in front. But they're like making out. Hand bra. Hand bra. The whole thing looks like a Calvin Klein commercial. Yeah. I promise you, like, like if it wasn't a cowboy shit, it is definitely yeah. like monochrome. Right. You know, yeah, like that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's none of that shit. Like her swimming <laughs> in a pool from like the far off, like it, like at that fucking what are they called? Those endless pools or whatever, infinity pools and infinity. shit like that. Infinity War pool. Stupid mm-hmm. shit like that. Infinity War pool. Whirlpool. <laughs> Maytag. <All right>. <laughs> Let's go into some trailers here, and then we'll start talking about this movie. Uh, if I can find, uh, there we go. Trailer. That's it. Hey, y'all, I got a great new album in the mail today. You're going to like this. Close your 
Onyx Communications and Hey Love Productions proudly present Hey Love, the classic sounds of sexy soul. The moments. The stylistics. The incomparable Delphonics. And much, much more. You get 40 of the greatest soul ballads ever recorded. Not sold in any store, this exclusive TV offer is available only here, only now. Write this toll-free number down and call now to order this timeless soul treasure taken from original masters. The Shy Lights. Barbara Mason. The immortal Linda Jones and 20 more unforgettable soul classics. Remember, this limited offer is not available in any store. Operators are standing by. Order now before the sounds of sexy soul get away. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother. You've got to buy your own. To order your copy of this classic collection, have your credit card ready and call 1-800-327-8300. That's 1-800-327-8300. Or rush $19.98 plus $4 shipping and handling to Hey Love, CS Box 3160, Department X, Melville, New York. Operators are standing by. Call 1-800-327-8300. Satisfaction guaranteed. Order now. I don't do this very often. I'm pausing in the middle of the trailer. <laughs> Because you guys didn't see Roman digging that shit, oh, which is man. why I did it, because I, knew, I man. knew he was feeling it. Man, I was feeling, was... oh my God. Hey, lonely girl, lonely girl. Oh my God. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, and I'll get back to the trailer here in a second. If you guys don't know, you younger listeners out there, you youngsters, this was what they called an infomercial mm-hmm. where they uh, sold you albums of hit songs. Mm-hmm. And you always saw these late at night or on Saturday afternoon. And mm-hmm. it was usually like, golden hits of the 1950s. I mean, in this case, it just happened to be sexy soul. <laughs> I love that. Can I borrow it? No, my brother. This own. was like totally like 1984 mm-hmm. type stuff. It was so great. But yeah, it was usually... I'm Casey Kasem. Here's the greatest hits of the 50s, 60s, and 70s that you grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> order now. Four albums. So, yeah, it's like... Uh, and then later on, it was like, order on four albums of two double-link cassettes. You're like, dang. Right? Okay, people, Not Bryson. sold in okay. any store. People, Bryson. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that is the only song I know him for. Uh, I ain't even going to lie to you. I can't even think of any other ones yeah. just right off the bat, but I remember him doing the... Till as old as time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Probably. Right. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and continue because I'm about to blow everything out of the water with this next thing. Tonight, a CBS special movie presentation. He had it all, but there was a woman inside him raging to get out. When you're with me, you'll feel like a man. And no matter what anyone said, don't imagine that an operation can solve all your problems. Tell me just as a joke, will you, please? There was only one way 
for him to go on. Vanessa Redgrave stars in the most startling role of her career as Renee Richards. All I ask is that I be accepted as the person I am today. In Second Serve. Loves me. Spend this Valentine's Day. He loves me not. With someone you love. He loves me. Someone you trust. He loves me not. And someone you know. He loves me. Won't try to kill you. Will you dance with me? Dance with me? Dance with me? Remember the kid everybody ignored on Valentine's Day? Loser. Well, he remembers you. God, we were so horrible to that kid. What do you think happened to him? Valentine. That's so funny. So, um, this movie came out on February 2nd, 2001. So they were definitely, like I said, cashing in on that Valentine Day thing. Um, it stars, oh my God, Denise Richards <laughs> as Paige. David Boreanaz as Adam Carr. I hardly call him Adam here. I either call him Angel or David B. <laughs> Marley Shelton from uh, the Maximus Hot 100 mm-hmm. as Kate. Jessica Capshaw as Dorothy. Um, that is an ugly name. Yeah. Dorothy. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's like, I'm going to name my kid Dorothy because I really like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> right. It was Je- my mother's name. No, it wasn't. No, I'm saying. It, oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm dude. No, I'm so sorry. No, I'm like that's an ugly ass name. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it's my yeah, mother's right, name. Right. That's why it's she's a, yeah. Dorothy. Like, there's you've never seen a baby called Dorothy, right? She's only a, a grown woman, right? And her name—they always call her Dot. <laughs> right. Hey, Dot. How's right. it going, Dot? How's that knitting, Dot? Like, you do what? a lot of do-it-yourself projects, don't you, Dot? <laughs> Jessica Caulfield is Lily. Catherine Heigl as Shelly Fisher. It's so funny. She's in this movie for like 10 minutes and she's right. got top billing. Right. Um, that's basically it. There's not really many, anybody else really. Um, the guy that played the cop, uh, Adam Harrington, he's been in some other shit. But, um, oh no, that's not the guy that played the cop. That's uh, Jason Marquette. That's the asshole guy that refers to himself in the third person. And we'll get into that a little bit uh, when we start talking about the movie. It was just... I like this movie, but there's a lot of shit to kind of pick apart mm-hmm. about it. For sure. So, um, this movie uh, is incorrect. It says the budget was $29 million. It was actually... Uh, oh, okay. Maybe it only made $10 million on opening weekend. Maybe this thing was the lowest grossing for a Super Bowl. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's twenty nine million uh, opening weekend. It, w- it made ten million. Uh, the gross in the USA was twenty million. Cumulative worldwide was thirty six. So I'm gonna call this movie a solid flop. Yep. I enjoyed this movie when it came out, though. I enjoyed it so much I bought it on VHS because mm-hmm. it got it, it had a good slasher vibe to it. And I almost, as much as I talk shit about movies that shouldn't have sequels, I almost would have wanted a sequel for this movie. I'd have gone with a Valentine's Day 2. Not a serious one, but, you know, sometimes a ridiculous sequel is good. So do you think... I.E. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. My favorite movie of all... One of my favorite movies of all time. Is My Bloody Valentine, like, is that a a shoot-off of this? No, not at all. Okay. In fact, it talks about that in the... uh, Gotcha. In the trivia that when the director read the, saw the script, he thought it was going to be a remake of My Bloody Valentine. No, My Bloody Valentine um, is about a mining town, and the guy's wearing a miner's mask. Mm-hmm. And then they did a remake of it, I think, in 2009. With, um, what's with, his name? Uh, From Dean. Yep. Matt Dean. Is it Dean? Yeah, Jensen yeah. Eccles. Jensen that Okay, so the original is a classic. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to do that for this episode, but it's very expensive, and I don't own it already. And to get it on VHS is fucking ridiculous. I'm talking upwards of a hundred bucks. Damn. So I couldn't do it. And then I didn't really find the remake because maybe 2009 was maybe too late for for VHS. VHS for sure. There's straight up. I think we talked about this before on the podcast because I met this girl at a con. There is a straight up two minute segment of that remake with this blonde chick just walking around naked it's hilarious but i thought the the remake was okay Mm. Um, a lot of people hated it because there was some people automatically gonna hate a remake of a beloved movie Mm. i.e nightmare on elm street fuck you that never should have been made but the uh heels have eyes that wasn't bad i I have okay so i have the error releasing box set of both of those the the first two and the remakes mm-hmm. yeah i make baby right. <laughs> right. i enjoyed the original and i enjoyed the remakes i thought they were very well done um yeah i didn't think there was any problem with it but yeah i liked them both but yeah some people just don't like remakes as a rule i usually don't either because they usually fuck them up right but there was there's been a couple that you know they weren't that bad like this one well like uh not this one but you know, My Bloody Valentine and, you know, like the Hills My Have Bloody Eyes. Valentine 3D. Right. And then, um, of course, there was the classic The Hills Have Thighs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at a cost of, oh, yeah, see, I'm confused because then it says at a cost of $10 million, this is the cheapest film to ever have a Super Bowl spot. No, it was saying that the Super Bowl spot cost $10 million. That's what it's saying. Oh, got at a it. cost of ten million. Oh, I get it. I get it. That makes sense now. Thanks for straightening me out. Mm-hmm. David Boreanaz shot his entire character role in less than two weeks. He probably had to because he was on a break from filming Angel at that time. I right. think. Fuck, I love the fuck out of those two shows. And it was it was Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. I never missed an episode, man. I loved it. Um, the role of Lily Voigt was expanded to suit the talents of Jessica Caulfield. I don't know what that means. Every I time I no think of Buffy, idea. I always think of when she shoots the that like blue demon that had he came from hell or whatever, and he couldn't be killed. She shoots him with the fucking uh, uh, rocket launcher. Oh, that wasn't. Um, I think that was the one they made in the lab. Adam, the oh, cyborg shit. type guy. 
I don't remember. I just I remember, remember he was blue. She did shoot one. Was it the Stegosaurus dude? And she shoots. He had him. like Stegosaurus hair I or think, whatever. I, I couldn't tell you. I just remember. He was I do blue. remember that he was indestructible, and she hit him with the rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that show so much. I think that was like the season finale too, yeah. or some shit like that. And then, um, did you see? I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. I have. I still know what you did last summer, but I don't have. I know what you did last summer yet, but I need to get him. That one might be like a nice double tap episode, maybe. It's always like shit. Whichever one is whichever one. It's like all right, right, whatever. The second one had Brandy in it, mm-hmm. and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's the one where she was like, "I'm right here." Right. <laughs> or they're on the fucking island. Yeah. And I think Mackay Pfeiffer's in that too. He is. Mm-hmm. Who does you voodoo, bitch? Yeah, it was like the Lovers Island or whatever. The fuck. Yeah. Yeah. In one scene, Kate tells Dorothy that her boyfriend, Adam Carr, David Boreanaz, is no angel. This is, of course, referring to Boreanaz's hit TV series, Angel, from 1999. <laughs> I see what you did there. Right. You slay me. <laughs> Luke Wilson and Jeremy Sisto were considered for the role of Adam Carr. Luke Wilson, really? Right. <laughs> I look like I've broken my nose like five times. <laughs> <laughs> One of the very few trailers for a theatrical film to feature a female narrator. I thought that was kind of cool. A little groundbreaking. Oh, yeah, because they definitely didn't make it, like, sexy. Yeah. This whole movie was shot in 42 days. 42 days. <laughs> Catherine Heigl has disowned the film, claiming that she hates it. She didn't read the whole script before accepting her role. That's what she gets. Only the scenes containing her character... In a 2005 magazine interview, she said she regretted the decision to appear in the film after seeing the final cut of the film. Fuck you then. The final cut? Like, baby, it's it's over. It's right? too late. Like, too mad for right. <laughs> The studio was originally considering Jared Leto for the role of Adam, who starred in Blank's previous film, Urban Legend, with Alicia Witt, before going with David Boreanaz instead. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Um, if he could do it all over again, Jamie Blank said he would cut back on the cheap scares and broad humor in the film. I think what he should have cut back on was the fucking the toxic male roles in this shit. It was terrible. I think they did that on purpose, though. Like, fuck. And broad humor. There was a lot of broads in the movie. I had that broad. <laughs> yeah, but I, ooh, ah, I'm here till Thursday, folks. Try the veal. Yeah, I'm like, it was it was like, ugh. Every time, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get I it. I think that was kind of the whole thing, was trying to show it from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole, that whole Robin Harris bit? I can't, I don't know how you guys can stand being women, man. You can't even go out and get nothing to drink. Walk down the street without some motherfucker walking out. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> What's your sign? Motherfucking stop sign. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I buy my own shit. I don't need you. <laughs> Good old Robin. I, were we talking about this? Was that you and me where I was saying it's got to be fucking just miserable to be a beautiful woman? Possibly. What, were we talking? I can't remember if we were talking about a movie or what, but I was saying it must be awful to be a beautiful woman because everybody's falling over you, but they only want one thing. Mm-hmm. And you can never tell if people genuinely like you for who you are mm-hmm. or if they just think you're a hot piece of ass. You know what I mean? 
I'm sure you can relate. I can't, but I'm sure you can. <laughs> Try the veal. He's here uh, all week. But yeah, it's, it's dude. It's it's suck. It's gotta suck. You gotta get sick of that shit. No wonder women are bitter and shit all the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You know, you tell a girl, "Oh, your hair looks nice today." You better step the fuck up off me. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> Damn. Was it not nice yesterday? Like right. Never mind. Or oh, whatever. Uh, the opening cadaver that is being dissected by Catherine Heigl is played by the producer's assistant named Chad which is funny because remember she opens it up she's like hey Chad (laughs) Marley Shelton discovered while filming the speed dating scene that she was allergic to synthetic wool which is the material her scarf was made of making the scene agonizing for her to film itchy itchy David Boreanaz and Jessica Capshaw would collaborate again when they played a pair of exes who were raising a son together in Bones. That was a pretty alright show. I used to watch that. Yeah. They worked at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. That was probably cool. Um, Denise Richards and Katherine Heigl have the least screen time out of the five lead women, but are the five most... Uh, the five... The first... Bah. Let me start that over. Why don't we Denise Richards and Katherine Heigl have the least screen time out of the five lead women, but are the first ones to be credited. It's because they were the biggest name actresses, and Denise Richards is hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. There, there are parts in this movie where I had to go back and do my notes over because I forgot to keep taking my notes <laughs> when Denise Richards was on. That woman is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That whole hot tub scene, mm-hmm. unbelievable, like. Congratulations, Charlie Sheen. You fucked that up. You ruined her. You, she's ruined. Ruined. <laughs> Denise Richards was cast in the film without an audition. Yeah, the fuck she was. Of course she was. Damn. Right? Damn. <laughs> I went Will Smith on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Blanks first got the script, he assumed it was a reboot of My Bloody Valentine from 1981 and initially passed on it. Ironically enough, a reboot did eventually happen with My Bloody Valentine in 2009. It's pretty damn close. Ah, it's not that close, actually. Outside of, like, the minor town. Outside of the fucking, the setting. I guess it's, yeah, kind of the same thing. You don't know who it is. And they really played that up in this movie. Like, Mm -hmm. who could it be? And just so you guys know, we know who it is. Mm -hmm. But for those of you that have not seen this movie... I am actually going to play it up through the, throughout the movie. Like, I don't know who it is. Nice. And then we'll have a big reveal at the end. Nice. Despite the fact the film was called Valentine, it is set during that time. The film wasn't th- released theatrically in the director's home country of Australia until May of 2001. Although, like us, they're a little late for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jamie Blanks wanted Rebecca Gayhart to play one of the women, but despite their shared urban legend experience... She turned him down because she didn't want to be typecast in horror movies and only be seen as a scream queen. Nothing wrong with that. Ironically enough, she'd go on to star in Santa's Slay in 2005, which is an amazing Christmas movie. (laughs) Have you seen that one? I have not. You know who plays Santa Claus in that movie? Tim Allen. Goldberg. Oh, yeah, he does. He's like, ah, I I can picture it now. Oh, it's so funny. And the dude from uh, the FBI agent from Greatest American Hero is in that movie, too. I think that was one of his last roles before he died. Anyway, um, Marley Sheldon was in Scream 4, 
in 2011 alongside Nev Campbell, who worked alongside Denise Richards in Wild Things in 1998. <laughs> we will be covering Wild Things because I do have that. Wow, thing. out. Mm. Have you seen Wild Things, right? I haven't. Oh, so you don't know what the big deal is. There's totally a full-on... Fuck scene? Naked, full frontal, naked, Nev Campbell, Denise Richards sex scene. Nice. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, because the universe has to keep a balance. Mm -hmm. To balance all that, you also have to see Kevin Bacon's dick later on in the movie. So there's that. I'm just warning you ahead of time. Well, all right. Just warning you ahead of time. You have to see Kevin's bacon. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. All right. With that being said, I'm going to get out of the trivia now. I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about Tyra Banks. <laughs> thinking about Denise Richards. Good God almighty. Take it over. Anyway, all right. So the previews for Valentine. Look at the big, thick-ass notebook I have now. I could fit a lot of movies in this shit, and that's why I got it. I got one of them five subject ones. Oh, I got a lot of movies in this one because I kept I kept buying these ones. I kept running out of room. Shit, I got five subjects. I got five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Oh shit! I'll sit in school in time. Kid next to me looked over and he was like, "Hey, what did old McDonald have?" I was like, "What do you mean, what did old McDonald have?" He had a farm. Oh, how you spell farm? I said, "How you spell farm?" E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> I stole that from Robin Harris, too. That's funny. All right, so previews on this VHS. We had, first off, we had an ad for this great new technology coming out called DVD. Dividus. See it, hear it, feel it. That was Look, the, that was the ad. <laughs> Theater quality sound. If I'm not mistaken. Crystal it, clear picture. There's like a, a fucking, I think it's Con Air. There's like a a fucking airplane goes, and they keep showing the split screen between what it looks like on VHS, what it looks like on DVD, and like like, white screen, yeah, white screen, Mm -hmm. special features. If I'm not mistaken, they're showing a bunch of Matrix shit when they're talking about special features. Matrix, and then uh, I think the Negotiator. If I'm not mistaken, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple different times, and I'm like, holy shit! And I think Speed is on there too. Yep. There's a couple different ones where all the all the good ass seven hundred tapes movies. Or you could just watch the 700 Tapes podcast and fuck DVD. VHS where it's at. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ever and ever. Amen. <laughs> All right. So the first uh, preview we get on the tape is Pay It Forward, which is a Helen Hunt, Kevin Spacey movie. And that kid from The Sixth Sense. Um, never seen it. Never heard of it. Yep. So we're going to move on. Uh, next one is Proof of Life. With Russell Crowe. Eh? Eh? Russell Crowe. Eh? Eh? Uh, the next one was Sweet November, which was, get this, Charlize Theron and Keanu Reeves. Could this be the backstory of how they met before he became a lawyer? Maybe. In The Devil's Advocate? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Even though, even though it was, you know, 10 years prior to, but, you know, whatever. Well, uh, oh, yeah. But, you know, you the, devil, right. the devil knows no time. Right. So we had Sugar and Spice, which is a team bank robbery movie, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. But it's funny, when the preview started, I thought it was going to be for uh, just bring it. <laughs> bring it on. Or bring it on, yeah. That's what. 
Just Kirsten Bring Dunst. It was the, I think the joke movie, huh? Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's already been brought in. <laughs> bring It On, that was it. Mm-hmm. So then we got a, uh, a preview for American Outlaws, which is a movie about uh, the James Gang. And it's got the dude from Gone in 60 Seconds in it that was getting the Cadillac keys. Or not the Cadillac keys, the, uh, the what was it, the Mercedes keys? The guy that was working with the guy in the lot to get the Mercedes keys. Gotcha. Um, and then there's an ad for the Valentine soundtrack mm. featuring Disturbed. I'm about to say Disturbed. Marilyn sure. Manson. Snake River Conspiracy. Is Godsmack on here? Uh, no, but Deftones is. Okay. Because because uh, in the house, what's playing? Is that uh, Deftones all the time? I think time? it was Disturbed. Okay. Ah, stand alone. That's Godsmack. Yeah. I know. I was. I don't. I that's, that wasn't in the movie I just, because that's Scorpion King. I just King. had to do it because you said it. Yeah. Yeah, the Scorpion King. That guitar riff and that is fucking flawless. Tough man. Oh yeah. It's fucking tough. Like that whole. It just makes you want to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> ah, stand alone. <coughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, it's badass. Hell yeah, yeah. We went and saw Scorpion King at the drive-in. You can't fuck with that movie. The CGI is awful. But Look terrible. Look, it. the funny thing is, I was thinking about that. The <laughs> it's not the Scorpion King, but it's in the Mummy. The too, Mummy, yeah, where the, they show him the uh, no. Well, not even that. The fucking son, because remember that the Brendan Fraser's son has to get into the temple to get oh, the, yeah. the thing off of him, right? Yep. But the sun comes up, and it comes. It 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 moves up. Weird, you know the right, fucking right. the speed of light is. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the actual when they show the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. Yeah. That CGI it's is terrible. It is not aged well at all. No, and it then, didn't. It didn't look good. It didn't look then. good then. Yeah, like because it's the Rock, but he's La Roca, the full fucking like. Yep. Yeah. And he does the eyebrow thing. Uh-huh. Oh my god, he's like snapping. If they had told you at that time, he's gonna be the biggest actor in the world. But I can also say that the first two mummies. Hell yeah. Dope. Kristen Weiss. Dope. Whatever her name was. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially the first one. Dope. Now Poor Brandon the, Fraser, man. Now the third one? Not not so much. That was the one with Jet Li, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Where they're in like fucking China. It falls off. Like the first two Pirates movies was good. Pirates of the Caribbean. You didn't like three? Uh, Isn't three where it's just Johnny Depp by himself? I didn't really care for three. Mm. But that one, the Davy Jones ones, right? That was, that was the second one, right? I don't know. I, I like the first two. And then everything after that kind of... Three was okay, and then I didn't watch anything after Fire to the Caribbean is almost like fucking The Fast and the Furious. No, you because... Can't, uh, you can't, like... I don't know which ones are which. Yeah. Like, because it's... I think it's... I think there's one that's just Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, not The Pirates or The Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, it's weird. You know how they'll, they'll go one, two, and then prequel bullshit. Fuck my shoe. <laughs> Yeah, then they always got to do a prequel and they run out of ideas. Oh, what happened before? Yeah. It's four, but it's actually right. one. It was like Pirates of the Caribbean, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got an ad for America Online. Good old AOL. Oh, wow. And I know some of you guys are still trying to get that fucking free disk software off your fucking computers, and I apologize. I'm sorry you can't. It's never <laughs> leaving. It just goes from computer to computer. You got internet for a week. Right. This is like fucking <laughs> 20 herpes. years later, yep. It's like herpes. You got the funny syphilis now, bitches. 
<laughs> Bill Gates is laughing at you. Oh, shit. So then our credits start out, and it's a yearbook from uh, middle school in 1988. And it's going through the yearbook, and uh, damn, this is like a psychopath's yearbook. Like, people's faces are scratched out, and it says, I love you, and then I hate you, and I want to kill you. And kind of looks like my high school yearbook. Damn. Yeah, you know. You guys know about that either. Joe fucked up your book. Yeah. Crossing people out you didn't like. Drawing fucked his bitch pictures you, on yeah. Drawing fucking mustaches right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whore. Scribbling out somebody's whole face. Whore. Right. Yeah, there was always ones that said whore. Those are the girls I tried to look up like 10 years later. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> oh. So then the yearbook's all scribbled up and fucked up like a psychopath. And then uh, the one, there's a nerdy little kid and he's asking all the little girls if they want to dance and they're all like really mean to him as if gag me with a spoon oh my god (laughs) i want to know this where the fuck did they find a 12 year old girl that looked exactly like goddamn denise richards right what the fuck right how did they do that i don't know know. especially because she didn't she did this without an audition right like she's gonna be in it and i don't know we gotta find like her daughter i'm like that dude from uh Dirty Harry, I got to know. I <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, he's yeah he's asking everybody to dance. Everybody's turning him down, and then he finds the fat girl sitting over by herself. Mm-hmm. And he asks her if she wants to dance, and then they end up under the bleachers, making out. So I gotta say, I made quite the career on the chubby girl with the. With the glasses. Low self-esteem. <laughs> That's my shit. He said, I gotta. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Lord, you know, I, I got this leftover piece of cheesecake, and I don't know what to do with it. You want some cheesecake? <laughs> oh, I dropped it in my lap. Oh. oh. Darn it. What are we going to do now? What to do? What to do? It is a conundrum. Mm-hmm. It's all over my pants. Oh, oh, you still want it? <laughs> oh, I'm actually allergic to plastic, so. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can get it is. Ah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever bought for apples? <laughs> Bought for grapefruits. So then the all the boys show up and they catch him making out under the bleachers and they're making fun of him. So then the girl pussies out mm-hmm. and she's like, He forced me. He attacked me. So then all the kids all the boys jump the kid. And uh this is a little extreme, don't you think? First they dump punch on him. So it's like Carrie. I about to say, it's definitely Carrie-esque right there. And then they ripped all his clothes off. And beat the shit out of him. And beat the shit out of him. And then they threw him in the middle of the dance floor in front of everybody. And there was a random kid in the dance <laughs> wearing that Cupid mask, mm-hmm. if you notice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. This just... Uh, Scarred him for life. Yeah, it? but it seemed a little over the top, man. Like, definitely. I get like fucking with a kid because he's goofy. Like, God knows we fucked with the enough goofy kids in our time in grade school, and I got fucked with for being goofy also. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they dump punch on him, they stripped him, beat him up in front of everyone, and um, 
So, yeah, it's totally traumatizing to the kid. Look, the parent in me is like, where the fuck are the chaperones? Right. Where the fuck are the chaperones? Although I got to say, this was 1988. Yeah, he's probably booze bagged up or something. Yeah, I was, okay, so I was in high school. This was probably 1992. I think I was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So I graduated in 93. There was a kid, and I hope God, I hope to God I'm not ensuing any wrath from anyone. It's a kid named Charles Cornack. Oh, you, so you're just going to say his full name? I, I not, did. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. I will never forget. Okay. Because he was a goofy motherfucker. Okay. But this is how much things have changed. He probably <laughs> owns a private island now. Oh, huh? probably. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to yeah. So we were in like government class or something one time, mm-hmm. and the teacher like asked him something, and he popped off like, I don't know. What's the 14th Amendment of the Constitution? He was like, tractor. That's not what it was. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the... The teacher literally said, because this is how different times were back in my day. The teacher, because everybody called him Cornac. Nobody ever called him Charles or Chuck or mm-hmm. Chaz or, you know, anything like that. And they cool. It was always Cornac. What's up, Cornac? And he looked like Cornac. Mm-hmm. He looked like Cornac. So uh, the teacher literally goes, Cornac, if I were you, I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole class started laughing. And I think back on that now, and I'm like, Wow. Things sure have changed. <laughs> you can't even tell a kid they they didn't do good on a test without getting fucking kicked out of school or arrested. Or My thought is if if you said that bullied. now, dude, shh, you might go to jail. Fit would hit the shan. Right. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm I'm just falling right up on right? my nuck and futz. Mm-hmm. Fifth would hit the shan. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like oh my gosh! Shit. Golly gee willikers! Well, fuck you! I was so thinking that you said something mm-hmm. last podcast, and I wanted to go. I see you riding around town with the girl I love, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> It might have been that. I don't want to go. I'm not going to go into any details, but the whole conversation we had after the podcast last week mm-hmm. was that song. I oh, see yeah. you riding around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, fuck you, fuck her too. <laughs> uh, anyway, so now it's 13 years later. If you can hear the SpongeBob voice in your head, 13, 13 years later. So Shelly, who is Catherine Heigl, is on a date with the biggest asshole on the planet, Jason. And we know his name is Jason. Third person. Because he refers to himself in the third person. Jason knows why you're out. Jason knows you're looking for a good man, making a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, with spinach in your teeth, Cabron? <laughs> Big old thing of spinach in his teeth, and he picks it out. And then he gets the bill. She's writing, help me, in her salad dressing. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker gets the bill. He's like, ooh, that's pricey. Okay, so you had Dutch. the dude. Yeah, who does that? Dutch. I'm not gonna lie. I know someone who we both know someone who does that. A word. Who recently got divorced? A word. You know. Oh. Anyway, I'm not gonna name him because that guy. Oh. That guy will sue me because he's crazy. Oh shit! That he's he's that type for sure. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, I'm not gonna name names, but before they got married, he took her out. Uh-huh. And he pulls into a Taco Bell drive-thru. This is somebody we know, sorry. But listen to this story. He pulls into a Taco Bell drive-thru, uh-huh. orders food, uh-huh. goes to pull up to the window, looks over at her, they're on a date, and goes, oh, I'm sorry, did you want something? <laughs> and I'm thinking, 
Why did you marry him? Like, right. All the red flags were right there. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. So, yeah, so he makes her pay for her half of the meal, and then they get out, and he's like, what, I don't even get a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you you got to be shitting me, motherfucker. So then Shelly pretty much disses Jason. The Jason. That's the guy. That's the guy that would call himself the Jason. So now Shelly is, she goes to the school where she's going. I guess she's a med student. Mm -hmm. And so I guess maybe to clear her head, I don't know, whatever. And she's doing homework, which is working on a cadaver named Chad. And, of course, when you got the whole horror, horror movie trope, slasher movie trope here, where she hears the noise out in the hallway and has to go investigate. And then, but it's not a killer. It's just another med student she runs into. And they're like, oh, and it's a jump scare. And then, um... After he leaves, she finds a valentine on her locker. And I should have wrote down what it said because I wrote down what the other shit said. But it said something and then she pulls a little tab and there's a... a <laughs> there's like a na- knife stabbing the girl. I bet she doesn't it come up behind her. It's like... like in the, the-, the valentine, yeah. But I'm laughing because on my notes I put, Inside is a gun stabbing a girl. I don't know why. I think it was a guy stabbing a girl, mm-hmm. but my Y looks like an N. So she gets back in the room and goes to cut the corpse, and it breathes. So there's actually somebody under the sheet that's alive now. And it takes, because they take a breath when she goes to stab it with the scalpel, and she Mm -hmm. freaks out. And then she finds the corpses, like, stuffed in a closet, and it falls out on her. And now she's strapped with a scalpel. Mm -hmm. And um, she tries to get out, but the door is locked now. She's locked in. But the door on the other side of the room is open. So she was going to run for that. But then somebody grabs her and she stabs him with the scalpel. And like the thigh or something. Yeah, and it takes off. And uh, she runs. And here comes the Cupid Mask Killer. And she runs because it's a killer with Cupid Mask. Mm -hmm. She runs into a room full of cadavers and body bags. and, And he comes in and then she's not there because she's hiding. And he starts, like, stabbing all the body bags. So he finally gets to the last body bag and unzips it, and that's the one she's in. And then he slits her throat. She's like, no, no, and he slits her throat. And then they show a close-up of the mask, and his nose starts to bleed through the mask. Because when they were a little kid, his nose was bleeding. Yes, when they were beating him up and stuff. So we know now that, that's what I was going to say, we know now that this is the kid from the beginning of the movie, even though Mm -hmm. he's wearing a mask. I have a couple things here we need to stop. All right. Hey, give me... give me Because I'm sure you're going to go with it. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. He got stabbed in the leg. Yes. With a scalpel. Yes. Right up, right. Right. He's not limping. Right. Like, so that's the movie. Like, he's hiding who he is, but he's not limping, injured, nobody sees his leg is cut, you know... And she uh, jabbed him hard. Yeah. I mean, that ain't no fucking, oops, I scratched my leg. That's like, you mm-hmm. took it. That shit hit bone. Mm-hmm. You know how sharp a scalpel is? Goddamn mm-hmm. like she didn't cut your leg off. And you ain't limping around or nothing? Right. And then the second thing was, what was I thinking about the body bags? Uh, oh. He got a nosebleed in the mask, but how did it come out the mask? Is that right. what you're going to say? There was certain shit like that. But they had to do it to show that his nose was bleeding. That mask had to be awful tight against your nose for the blood mm-hmm. to go out the hole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But his nose bleeds through the whole movie, which is important because it shows you as the little kid. 
Mm-hmm. The goofy ass. We all went to school with that kid, didn't we? Yeah. Did you? We, we all got the psychopath. Another thing that that got me was. <laughs> so they're supposed to be embalmed, right? You know. Right. So he slits her throat. And the blood's coming out the little hose the thing. The tube. I'm like, how? Yeah, that was all for, yeah. How? So this movie is one of those movies you have to take as purely entertainment. Mm-hmm. Entertainment purposes only. Shit's going to be unreal and fucking. But it, this movie's fun. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Anyway. So now we switch to Paige and Kate. And they're going to speed dating. And uh, Kate's like, I shouldn't even be here. And she's like, you broke up with your boyfriend, Adam. And she's like, well, I'm going to break up with him. And she's like, isn't he a drunk? So they establish right there, mm-hmm. Adam's a drunk. Mm-hmm. So um, they go into the speed dating, and um, it's a bunch of losers. It's like the most losers <laughs> type. The one, one guy was like a born and Christian or something, wasn't he? He's like, you want to talk about Jesus? The Bible. Yeah, the Bible. The one guy was all about his mom. And then Kate finally gets a hot guy. And Paige comes over and totally cock blocks her. Mm-hmm. She's like coochie cop right there. Which is important because this guy's going to show up later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Brian. Mm-hmm. Fucking Brian. So then um, they leave the speed dating and they're kind of laughing. And they get a call from uh, from Courtney. Is it Courtney? Mm-hmm. Deborah? De- not Deborah. Dot. Dor- <laughs> Dorothy. Dorothy. I think it's from Dorothy that Shelly's dead. And now they're at the funeral, and they're all in black, mm-hmm. and it's their basic movie funeral. They all look the same. I was surprised it wasn't raining. Right. <laughs> so now they're at the funeral, and um, David Boreanaz shows up. We meet Adam, the drunk Kate's boyfriend, kind of ex-boyfriend, drunk boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, I know we're kind of taking a break. I'm starting over, but I'd like to see you, and then... She moves a newspaper in his backseat, and there's a bottle of booze under it. And she's like, uh-huh. He's like, oh, no, no. That's for my buddy at the newspaper. He got promoted. I just bought him that. Oh, you hear his... Tequila. Because that's what it was. Right. Tequila. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Uh, look, every time I think of that, I always actually think of the Sandlot. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> and they're fucking throwing up. Yeah. Killing the smalls. <laughs> so uh, he hasn't drank in three weeks, he said. He hasn't had anything to drink in three weeks. And he wants to get back together with her. And she's like, nope, 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 nope. She says she'll call him. And we all know what that means. When a girl says, I'll call you. She ain't. You might as well just go home and get some lotion. <laughs> so now all four of the friends are together now. And it's uh, Lily, Dorothy, Paige, and Kate. Yep. Dopey, Doc, Slash, Axel. Look, the funny thing is you, you picked out all those white girl names like they were, you know, on purpose. Right? <laughs> So, and then it's funny because then um, uh, Denise Richards, God bless her, takes her jacket off and she's wearing like this skimpy little spaghetti string shirt. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, come on, we're at a funeral. And she's like, funeral's over. It's hot. And so am I. Mm-mm-mm. So then the police detective comes up, the the bald police detective guy that reminds me of uh, Pat Summerall, 
Doesn't even look yes. at that hair. What the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, the cul-de-sac. The, right. And he says that that jerk guy, Jason, is missing also, and they're looking for him for questioning because he was the last one to really see her. And if they know anything, to let him know. So then um, Dorothy lives in a mansion, mm-hmm. and she gets a valentine that reads... Roses are red, violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you. Ooh. They didn't make that up for the movie. I actually bought that Valentine one year for somebody. I'm just kidding. Damn. So then... Um, do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. <laughs> I would like to play a game with you. So then... uh. The Campbell dude shows up at her house and he's giving her a sob story about his roommate didn't pay the rent and all this stuff got thrown out. You can kind of tell. I put what a scrub. Yeah. Because she don't want a scrub. Scrub's mm-hmm. guy can't get no love for me. Hang on, Pat's side best friend around trying to holler at me mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's, there's going to be a continuing theme in this movie that most guys are fucking losers mm-hmm. and worthless. Mm-hmm. Which I can't even argue with, man. Can you, like... I just didn't want to see it, okay? Right? <laughs> but equally, there's a lot of women that are worthless. And, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We were talking about that today. I was telling a guy, well, I was telling my friend at work, I was like, dude, you're 30 years old. Don't get married. The, the pool that you have to pick from mm-hmm. is garbage. Like Everybody's damaged. Everybody's been fucked over. <laughs> I said, just leave it alone. Just you're you're good, man. Just keep dating till you die. Damn. Then you're gonna end up having kids in your forties. What the fuck is wrong with you? Look, this is just me. If I find the right one, it's a wrap. Putting this player card up. You know I, know, I know. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you, this jacket off. I'm you just know? saying. Right. I ain't a player, but I crush a lot. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look. I'm I'm gonna let it go. Right. I'm gonna let it go. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know. I just I think the the Man. Don't, don't go chasing waterfalls. You know? Right. Stick, Stick to, the to the rivers and lakes you're used to. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. So anyway, um, he gives her the sob story. And, he, uh, and she's like, you can stay here with me. He's like, oh, you're so nice. And I'm like, dude, really? You fell for that, you idiot? So then, because it shows what it shows right there is it's still character development. That Dorothy's a fucking. She's still a fat girl. Idiot. Yes, she's still the fat girl. She is. So then we find out that Dorothy's stepmom's the same age, if not younger than her, <laughs> and a bitch, a mail order bride, mail order bride from hell, and she goes, "Oh yeah, you don't you hold tight, and don't And she's like, "I can't even tell you what she called me." Respect her. So that put. Shower time. <laughs> Kate is dirty and she's taking a shower. Of course, here we go with the trope again. She hears a noise and no one's there. And then when she goes back, the water's all turned off and the pipes are messed up. We're about to go into a big one here. So she's trying to rinse her hair and she can't figure out how to do it because she has no water. So she dunks her head in the toilet. Roman, mm-hmm. why the fuck didn't she use the water in the tank? Why did she dip her head in the fucking bowl? Because. Did you guys hear me? I hope you heard me throw my notebook down. Because mm-hmm. 
the fuck? Hmm. The tank water is clean. You can actually drink that shit if you have to. I, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're dying, but you could if you had to. Mm. That bowl water? Mm. You took a shit in that this morning. <laughs> you pissed in there. <laughs> Gah! It's fucking disgusting. I don't know. I just, I didn't understand why she stuck her head in the toilet. When she could just, dude, she must, she's easy, I bet. Mm. Anyway, I said, I put, what a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm here till Thursday. So then she hears a noise in the hallway, and she walks out of the hallway in a fucking in towel. a towel. This that was stupid. Don't forget to bring a towel. That was stupid. So then the elevator is stuck because there's a cupid mask keeping the door from closing, and then she runs into her neighbor, who's like, "Hey, let's go on a date, Kate. I want to make you my mate, Kate." Life would be great, Kate. Almost like some dick up in you, Kate. Oh, I mean. <laughs> so. She calls him Scary Gary. The bullshit right here is there's no fucking way that mask would have stopped the elevator. Oh, yeah, it had crushed it. It crushed it. It crushed it. For sure. It crushed it. Another thing is why, if you heard a noise outside, would you go out in a towel? Right. Not only that, but why would you even go look? Yeah, I know just it's shut a, the door. I know, it's a, it. I know it's a scary movie. I get it. Yeah. But. There's a lot of setup here. Fuck out of This here. is what the director was talking about, I mm-hmm. think. With the cheap scares and the broad humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, now we go to Lily, who's watching video dating tapes with Paige. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's the guy I think that was talking about the Bible, maybe. I don't remember. But, yeah, another loser guy in the dating scene. There's a whole, to fit the theme of the movie here. Mm-hmm. Um. I put, Lily doesn't know what a bra is, and God bless her for it. Uh, but somebody comes to the door, and she goes running to the door, and she gets a valentine now at the door. Mm-hmm. And it's a box of chocolate. And it's from a mysterious J.M. Oh, and all of them have the J. Right, right. Jim Morrison. Oh, oh. the doors. He was Riders on the stone. He wasn't three doors down, though. Oh. No, no. That was Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. called him Superman. Yeah. So... It is a well-known fact that beauty is skin deep. Savor the taste. You are what you eat. That's what the Valentine said. Fucking maggot. It's maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. How do they taste? Ooh. So, yeah, she bites into the chocolate. But before that, she's like, JM, she goes, this must be for you, Paige. And she goes, why? She goes, because you're further down the alphabet than I am. And Paige is like, fuck you. So then she's like, all right, if it's mine, I'm going to eat the chocolate. And she bites into the chocolate, and there's maggots. Mm-hmm. Maggots. You fucking maggot. So now they're trying to figure out who JM is. And then uh, Paige goes, Jeremy Melton. And she's like, who's that? And you know, remember that weird kid that they uh, poured punch on and stripped naked and beat up and shoved a table leg up his ass? And, <laughs> and she was like, that doesn't ring a bell at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So my thought is. After 13 years, you bring up Jeremy? Really? Well, and she was like, I was just kidding. It just came to my head. And she was like, we were so terrible to that kid. <laughs> and then Ke- Shelly's like, Shelly Lily is like, where do you think she is now? And she's like, I don't give a fuck where he's at, but we were so horrible to him. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, okay. 
Right. It's a little weak, but all right. So then uh, Paige and Kate are now at some kind of weird art gallery showing where there's like TV screens and shit everywhere. And for some reason, the jerky Jason guy is there. And I think they just put him there to be a red herring because they had him looking all diabolical and shit. There's a lot of red herrings in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about fish. Mm. So then uh, Lily shows up with Max, the artiste, mm-hmm. who's got your typical kind of long but not long, all the same length, 90s haircut mm-hmm. with the dirty scruffy beard. It's like beard. the grunge. Yeah. He, he's definitely grungy fucking uh, right. uh, uh, Kurt Cobain. And he looks dirty. He, look, he just yeah. looks dirty. Ish look. So then the Campbell dude is also there with Dorothy. Mm-hmm. So like they're they're giving you a nice big pool of suspects here. Mm-hmm. They're doing it on purpose. I put they're building a suspect list. So then they're remembering the weird kid again. They're all talking about the weird kid at the dance. And then Dorothy's like, the one with the Cupid mask? And they're all dun dun dun. Right. Even though he wasn't the one with the cube mask, he was another kid. Like, what? So then the guy splits the gallery up between women and men, and the women are supposed to go look at one gallery, and the men go look at another gallery. And it's all like stupid close ups of like lips and eyes. I want you. And the lips like, I want you. I want you. I want you. I fuck want yourself. You. Right? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that ass isn't going to eat itself. Oh no, what did he say in American Psycho? It was, uh, don't just stare at her ass, eat it. <laughs> then there was another corner that said, you can do side bends or setups. But please don't lose that butt. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, Lily and. Lily and the art guy, Max, are making out pretty heavily inside the exhibit. Mm-hmm. And then Amy comes up, who I think was his assistant, because she's the one that came and got him and was like, we're ready to start. Mm-hmm. She's kind of standing there watching him, and she's getting kind of hot and bothered. And she starts, like, unbuttoning her shirt, like she's watching him. And then Lily sees it, and she's like, who the fuck is that? And he's like, that's Amy. I asked her to join us. <laughs> That's my assistant. My assistant. Mm-hmm. My secretary. Mm-hmm. I mean secretary. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Lily gets mad. Amy looks all disappointed. And the dude's like, come on, babe. I mean, hey. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, you know, you're nothing but a sleaze bag and blah, blah, blah. And but you knew that. You fucking knew that. Right. That bugs me too. Let's talk about this since we're talking about. Are we fucking or not? Let's talk about this. All right, let's talk about it. Because I blame women for this too. All right, women. This is Doctor Love Jasperino here. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you for a minute. Talk to him, Doctor. No matter how you feel or what you think, you cannot fix him. Mm -hmm. I'm talking directly to somebody right now. Mm -hmm. You cannot love him into change. Mm -mm. You cannot love him different. Mm You cannot love him enough to make him change, Mm-mm. to fix his problems. No, ma'am. He's a little rough around the edges. No, he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And Red he's going to continue to be an asshole. Red flag. And take advantage of you. Red flag. Because you think you can love him better. Mm-hmm. You cannot love him better. All right, let's move on. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. I like this little Valentine's Day thing we got going oh, on here. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here and there. 
So then Lily tries to run away, but now she's lost in the exhibit. And, oh, she gets hit by Cupid's arrow three times. <laughs> so much so, because he's literally got a bow and arrow, and he shoots her with it, and the Cupid killer. And it knocks her off a balcony, and she falls right into a fucking trash can, and the lid shuts. And guess what happens? Valentine Killer's got a bloody nose again. Mm-hmm. I killed. My nose is bleeding. It's almost like a fucking boner. Right. Yeah. So, oh my God. Um, I listened to the Hitcher episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, I ripped C. Thomas Howell in you. And <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh my God. It was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. I hope everybody else found it as funny as I did. <laughs> so with this, so one of the things that kind of pissed me off about this movie was... Just like in The Hitcher. This motherfucker kept popping up out of nowhere. Yes. So now he's in your crib, huh? Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, all right. So this is an important character, too. I don't remember her name, but the crazy ex of Campbell mm-hmm. is there and runs into him. Mm-hmm. And she's confronting him. And she outs him as the con man he is. Mm-hmm. Yet Dorothy is like, whatever. I'm on the hunt for that D. Red flag. Yeah, right? Red flag, red flag, red flag. Mm-hmm. She so didn't care. There was a ref standing there with his fucking arms up. <laughs> flag on the play. Right? So she doesn't care that he's probably a con man who's out to steal all her money and her family's money. And then the the girl gets kicked out. So then Kate meets up with Andy, uh, David Boreanaz, and tells him about Scary Gary being a stalker. They're in a bar talking. Mm-hmm. And then they're drinking club sodas together. Oh, because she's trying to help him stay sober. That's awesome. And um, he wants to get back together. He says he's changed. <laughs> and then all this blah, blah, blah. And everybody thinks Lily left town, even though she's dead in a dumpster. <laughs> so then... Um, dumpster diving ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she dove head she first. Trash. She's trash. <laughs> oh, trash ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like to think your shit, shit don't, don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, the detective is questioning the girls again. Now he's at their house. Time out. Time out. How didn't how didn't we not have a fucking Legolas <laughs> like mention? Because he came around that corner with that bow and arrow. Oh my god! You're busting right. that bitch right. down. He was like, "Does that what's it, that actor's name?" Orlando Bloom. Does anybody know where Orlando Bloom was that night? <laughs> because, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Look, especially that last one. That last yeah. one had some stank on Hell yeah. It knocked her <laughs> over the fucking balcony. Yo, he came around the he corner. He's like, we're men wearing tights. <laughs> <laughs> he came around the corner getting that Dude, bitch. yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm just thinking and who about gets, it Okay, who gets shot by an arrow? It's like, Help! <laughs> Somebody just shot me with an arrow! Somebody help me! Help! No, she's like, Oh, damn, I just got shot with an arrow. That is damn inconvenient. Oh, I just got shot again. Wow. Oh, I'm going to stumble back now. Oh. Wow. It's, the only thing could be worse than two arrows if I got shot with... Oh, there it goes. I'm falling off the balcony now. Wait, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> Peter Griffin is me. Ah. Yes, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so funny. So yeah, so they're telling the cop that Lily's out of town. They think she went back to L.A. 
So then um, they tell him about Jeremy Melton because he sent a card to Shelly's family mm-hmm. that said, too bad, so sad, or something like that, or <laughs> fuck your daughter. <laughs> and um, they figure out that Jeremy is out to get them, Jeremy Melton. And the cop's like, he goes to blow it off, and he looks at Denise Richards, he's like, I'll check it out, baby. <laughs> Dude, he wants her bad. We'll see later on. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Dorothy was the fat girl that lied. Because mm-hmm. she comes clean to her friends. She was like, he didn't attack me, but he was the only guy that would make out with me, and then I was embarrassed, and I didn't know what to say, and I lied. And they're like, damn, what a dirty bitch. You could have just made fun of him like the rest of us. Because she was like, I'm next. Yeah, I she know, was I'm convinced. Next. I'm, I'm next. next. He's done uh, bow and arrow my ass. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking Cupid face. Uh, so then uh, Kate looks up Jeremy Melton on her state-of-the-art computer. Mm-hmm. I think she was using AOL. And I love this on movies. Dang, what was she using? Because I remember looking at the Dude, search engine. Damn it, it's going to make was me Was it Hotbot? It's going to make me... GeoCities? I'm taking you guys back. (laughs) Y'all don't know nothing about no hotbot. Damn. I had a GeoCity Angel Fire account, motherfucker. (laughs) Angel Fire. I was on (laughs) MIRC in the chat room. Oh, shit. Get my type on. Get my cyber sex on in the chat room. Oh, shit. It was me and Nasty Lady 8765. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me think of fucking Mary with children. Click, 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 click. You like that? Click, 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 click. You like that? Click, 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 Look, Mary with children when Peg's mom is the sex operator. Yes. So funny. And you never saw all of her because she was so huge. You just saw pieces of her. You only saw like her foot and her leg. Oh, my God. Peg. So back in the day, you could get on the chat rooms. You could have cyber sex with a lady you think it's a lady it's probably wasn't a lady but you would type i don't know i've never done it so i don't really know what you type I, i'm assuming you're a type i don't know uh oh i'm fucking you so hard right now can you feel it can you feel me inside you fucking you click 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 click, click, click. I, i'm assuming i don't know <laughs> this is definitely before emoji so you couldn't send the eggplant, right eggplant, eggplant. you couldn't send the eggplant with the little water squirty sploosh mm-hmm. <laughs> with the hand. <laughs> so I've heard. Right, right. Um, anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love this on movies that I could go in a movie and just go on the computer and type in Roman Alvarado mm-hmm. and I could find out your whole freaking history. You were in a mental institution. I could pull up newspaper clippings about shit that happened. Right. That's I hate that so fucking bad. Like you could just get newspaper stories out of nowhere, like like nobody's business. Right. On newspaper scanning newspaper clippings, craziness from the eighteen hundreds. Right. On these ghost movies. Right. <laughs> so yeah, she finds out all this shit, and she takes that shit to the cops. Mm-hmm. Like the cops didn't find that. Kate found it. Thank you, Kate. So. Uh, Kate breaks it all down for uh, David Boreanaz on their date when they're on a date and she invites him up there at the stairs. She's like, you want to come up? And he's like, I do, but I'm trying to prove to you what a good guy I am mm-hmm. by not fucking you. I don't want you to have a weak moment of judgment and 
Think about it later. Man, can we talk for a minute? Right, let's hear it. This is Dr. Lud Jasper. Men, 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 crib mm-hmm. for some fucking mm-hmm. and you say no you're gay yeah no she's offense. not gonna be like wow what a great guy he really values me as a person and wants to get to know me he has respect for me you know what she's gonna she's do she's not thinking that you know she's gonna do she's gonna go right upstairs and she's gonna call Roman yeah, that, that right. <laughs> she's calling me I'm coming up. I really wanted some dick, and I was on a date with this nice guy, and I was going to give it to him, but he won't give it to me, so bring your badass over here. Look, and the crazy <laughs> thing is, look, women, they'll fucking, they'll, they'll friend zone you quick. Hell yeah, you do they'll that like, shit. Oh. They're, they're, trust me, they're it's not a, thinking what a, a nice guy line. that respects me as a person. Look, they're thinking, I wanted some dick, and you're not giving it to me? It's Fuck a, look, you. And the crazy thing it is, else. it's a thin line. It like, is. You have to know, it's okay, do I people. push? Do I do I push this? Right. <sighs> push, push it good. It. <sighs> push it real good. <sighs> push it. Or, like... The thing is, you have to kind of go upstairs. Ooh, baby, 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 baby. You like you, you have to go upstairs, and even if you don't, you you know end up fucking. You at least took the opportunity, right? You know, but if, if you, you want, okay, at all, if you want to show her you respect her as a person, mm-hmm. fuck her and then call her back. Mm-hmm. That shows her you mm-hmm. respect her as a person. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, and, and I used to not believe this in my younger years, but I believe it now. Girls want it just as bad as you do. You ain't got anything. Sometimes worse. I'm gonna look in your eyes. I can tell you more. And you ain't got to call me your boo. You know, that was like, I want to fuck. I want to fuck you. Do you know, remember DJ Quick? <laughs> just because you didn't say that you wanted to fuck, <laughs> don't mean that you don't want to. <laughs> Oh, DJ Quick. Hell yeah, that's old DJ school Quaid. right there. Oh, man. I need a little more pussy. <laughs> Just because you didn't say that you want to suck, don't mean that you don't want to. <laughs> oh. But yeah, guys, don't ever do that to yourselves. Mm-mm. Please, Mm-mm. come on, man. You go upstairs and have a cup of coffee. Get up there okay? and get this shit. You, you go do it, okay? She's going to think you're a fucking simp. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a simp. Nope. Mm-mm. God damn it. Mm-mm. All right, so he decides... He's the bigger person. He's going to prove to her that he's changed. So, <laughs> Samp. So, meanwhile, um, so now the girl's at the police station talking to the uh, detective because Kate had to bring all her detective work to the police. Mm-hmm. And they find out that Jeremy's parents died in a fire after he went into a mental institution and all kinds of crazy shit. So, pretty much, he probably killed his parents. Right. The cop is totally hitting on Paige. He's like, and you guys got boyfriends? How about you, Paige? You got a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then uh, they were like thinking Campbell could be a main suspect because he's kind of suspicious. And mm-hmm. he's like, you moved him into your house after knowing him for a month and you met him at yoga and you don't even know his last name. Campbell mm-hmm. what? Soup? Yeah. And she- <laughs> 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 he said his name. Was tomato soup? <laughs> Campbell tomato soup? 
<laughs> it's an Italian family tomato soup. <laughs> Chicken noodle. <laughs> Chicken noodle. He's related to it. Chicken star. <laughs> so then uh, they get, Kate gets, or uh, Dorothy gets really mad because they're giving her shit about being st- a stupid hoe. <laughs> like, I'm not stupid. I know what I'm doing. I don't have to take this shit. I'm this. leaving. So then, um, the cop asks Kate to stay behind and totally tries to rape her. <laughs> Yo, he's pushing out Lily. He's like, he's, yeah, he's he damn like, near has out of here. He damn near has her face on the fucking glass as he's closing the Dude, door. He's totally like, Fuck what are we gonna do here. about this? And she's like, about what? This sexual tension between us. And she's like, what? And then he said, she's like, please take your hand off my thigh. And he's like. Where would you like me to put it? And she's like, up your ass. <laughs> Damn. She said, oh, how you know I like it like that? She don't want your 45-year-old balding ass. Yo, he has she a cul-de-sac Den- for sure. Yeah, she's Denise Richards, goddammit. Right. Unless you got money, honey. <laughs> so then uh, Kate's iron is on when uh, you look in her apartment. Mm-hmm. And so Cupid picks it up and he's carrying it. Mm-hmm. So Scary Gary... Because she was telling David Warriors before that some of her I think underwear my was missing. Are missing. Scary Gary is in her room in her apartment trying on her underwear. Mm-hmm. And he gets beat to death with a fucking iron after he shoves it on his face. And he's like, ah! And then he beats him to death with it and his nose bleeds again. Mm-hmm. Popped another boner. Yep. <laughs> I think this is really, we're going to find out at the end at C. Thomas Howell. Right. That whole thing in the hitcher <laughs> fucked him up. And he's like, uh, my nose bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Kate and uh, Adam, David Boreanaz, are talking again. And he got no, her. No, because what happens is she gets out of the taxi. Oh, yeah. And he's there at the doorstep. Like he had just got there, too. And it's almost like a startled kind of thing. Right. Like if you notice, like his, his, yep. his demeanor was like, oh, like, hey. Oh, there you are. Oh, hey. I just got here. So he got her a Valentine sucker. Mm-hmm. And they're they're totally reconnecting here, and she writes him a little IOU, some TLC, a BJ, an HJ, <laughs> a ZJ, and he was like, "What's a ZJ? What's a ZJ?" And she's like, "If you have to ask, you can't afford it." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then, uh, when Kate gets up to her apartment, Paige is there and scares the shit out of her, and she almost hits her over the head with the iron because the iron's back on the mm-hmm. the ironing board. And she almost hits her with the iron because she scares her. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is Paige doing in her apartment? Right. Without knocking her. Like, she just went up there. How the fuck? Did she have a key or something? Yeah. So, uh, Campbell's a suspect now. Because she's like, oh, yeah, they asked Adam some questions, too. She goes, no. Dorothy called. Because Dorothy calls. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. They did not just ask him questions. They questioned him for two hours and told him not to think about leaving town. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How embarrassing. So, then the phone rings again. And it's the the detective. And he tells them that they picked up that asshole Jason that refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> so they're like, oh, God, maybe it was him. So now Campbell is fixing Dorothy's hot tub at her house because mm-hmm. he's still hanging around. Mm-hmm. And she buys him an expensive watch, which is dumb. A Rolex. And he's like, oh, I didn't even get you nothing. So then um, Paige had told her just to fuck him and get it over with pretty much. So Dorothy takes Apologize him. to him. Right. So Dorothy takes him upstairs and fucks him. With legs wide open. Right. right. I put Dorothy fucks him. That's better than a watch. So then, did you get the feeling here, the idea that he may not have performed? Yep. I think he was so repulsed by her he couldn't fuck her. What do you think? 
Because he's only wanting the money. Mm-hmm. He was like, ugh. Like, Shit, I don't know. Like if, like if I'm, if my thought is I'm already there. Let me ask you this. And this is too personal. You don't have to answer. All right. Has that ever happened to you when you've been with a girl that you're so unattractive to that you can't do nothing with her? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? For sure. I'm like, uh, I don't even know how we got here. But I, I can't do it. But I guarantee you we're not going there. Right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Not, not in like the bed or nothing like that, you yeah. know. Oh, okay. So you didn't like get there and be like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah. eh, no. I can honestly say I don't think that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. We fucking, we fucking. Yeah, like, I just closed my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, Denise Richards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of your sexy friends. Man, she's got a lot of pillows around her. Oh, <laughs> shit. Anyway, so uh, all of a sudden they go, she gets in the shower and then he's in there. And remember he said he didn't get her in? All of a sudden, he has a Cupid necklace. Right. Where the fuck did that come from? I mean, we know where it came from later, but where did he pull it out now? Is it his ass or what? Red herring. Right? Red herring. Yeah, red herring. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to take all their money because then he's down. Um, he says he's going to try and work out for a little bit before he goes to his business meeting. Mm-hmm. But really, he's down by the pool on the bank with all her dad's information trying to transfer all his money into another bank account mm-hmm. and unsuccessfully. So then um, the little buzzer thing goes off, and she, and it's Dorothy, and she's like, hey, since you're out there, can you light the pilot in the basement? We just lost all of our hot water. Mm-hmm. He's like, god damn it. So then he goes down to the basement, and he flips the light switch, and the lights flicker, and Cupid Dude is standing behind him. So now I guess we're ruling Jason out as a suspect. Right. Because he's about to get it. So then, or Campbell, I mean, not Jason. So then Campbell is trying to light the pilot, and he finally gets it lit. And what does he get for his trouble? The axe. He gets axed in the back, and the Cupid guy's like, Excuse me, I'd like to axe you a few questions. (laughs) So now you're wondering, could this possibly be Dorothy? Because she sent him down there. Mm. So now maybe it's not a dude at all. Mm. Maybe it's one of the girls. And here's what I want to know. This kid is enacting revenge. Mm-hmm. How come he's not killing the motherfuckers that beat him punch up. on him and beat him up and stripped him naked? Because. Why is he going after the girls? Because he's a pussy. Right? It doesn't make any sense. That's why. It not make no damn sense. P-U-S-S-Y. Right? So then uh, now they're having... Oh, God, man. I was out of it. They're having a huge Valentine's Day party at Dorothy's. You know what my notes say? Huge Halloween party at Dorothy's. That just shows my mental state. Like, it's always Halloween. <laughs> so, um, she's talking to Kate. And then uh, David Boreanaz shows up. So, she's like, oh, later, Kate. Or later, Dorothy. I gotta go. Dorothy's bitter mm-hmm. because Campbell has not shown up to the party yet. She doesn't know he's dead. Mm-hmm. He thinks she, just, she thinks he just dumped her. And it's like, and she goes, and she's like, why do I always get dumped right after I fucked a guy? Like, they always leave and never come back. Just kidding. You stinky. So, yeah, Dorothy's bitter. She's like, must be nice to have a boyfriend. And I can actually get it up when he looks at you naked. Yikes. Must be nice. <laughs> so then, uh, good old David B. wants to uh, cash in his TLC voucher. And she's like, so I creep. 
Yeah, <laughs> just keep it on the down low. <laughs> get it, TLC voucher. Mm, I get it. I get uh, it. I get it. Look, I, I think so I, then, I thought it was, I ain't too proud to beg. Uh, you know, that I would have, in the morning or the middle of the night, I ain't, ain't too, too proud, proud to beg. beg. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, feel, yeah, I feel like yeah. that would fed a little more. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Because he killed the scrub already. Yeah. You know? He already killed that guy. That's right, because the scrub ain't got mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. shit. Mm-mm. So then uh, the speed dating guy shows up, fucking Brian. Mm-hmm. And Paige is there with him, and they're dancing, and he's getting all handsy, and she's like, hey. I'm glad you showed up. Right. I'm glad you showed up. Shit. <laughs> so then uh, Dorothy's still bitter. Now she's really bitter, because she's like, oh, Paige, yeah. I get a boner. She doesn't even have to be naked. I get naked, and they lose their boner. I must be naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucks being the fat girl still. So then uh, Paige takes the dude upstairs, because he's like, we I'd rather upstairs. go upstairs. I got a surprise for you. How the fuck do you have a surprise for somebody at somebody else's house? It's a house party, man. You never did it at somebody else's house during a party? No. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Paige's about to get it. Oh. So then, uh, she goes, I thought you said you had a surprise for me. He's like, I do. <laughs> and he fucking drops his pants. Dick in a box. Just, right? And he just stands there, and she's like looking. And I think it would have been great if they had thrown something in like, well, I guess even little things mean a lot <laughs> or something like, I totally thought she was going to start it? ripping him down. Yeah. That's like, it? That's the surprise. You you brought me up here to show me shrimp? That's the surprise. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, oh, you brought me up here to show me your penis. And he's like, yup. What are you waiting for? Wax it, baby. And she gets all mad. He's like, wait, 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 wait. And, she, and he's like, don't leave. And she's like, you're right. And she goes, take your shirt off. And your pants. And then she puts him on the bed and she ties him up and mm-hmm. she puts a blindfold on him. So now you're thinking, is, well, no, I'm thinking, is Paige the killer? Is she going to kill him right now? Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it could be anybody at this point. My thought definitely wasn't that. My thought was like, I know, I'm just fucking around. I was like, Damn. she felt his dick on her for sure because she straddled him. Oh my God. I'd have like, oh. Oh my God. God. Uh, and then this bitch pours hot wax on him. Damn, you're jumping ahead of me, man. Yeah, because she goes, you still want me to wax it? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, He turned into the yeah. Kool-Aid man real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she gets the candle that's right there on the bed, and she pours the hot wax on his deke. Yeah. Now, what would she have done if he'd be like, oh, baby, yeah. Right. Right? She'd have looked like, oh, uh... Yeah. So uh, now the crazy chick, Campbell's ex, is at the party now. And everybody's like, what the fuck is she doing here? And again, she tries to give them the lowdown on Campbell. And again... Pause, pause. Let me pause real quick. I think they missed the kill. What do you mean? I think they missed the kill. This motherfucker's tied up. You don't kill him? Oh, he's probably still tied up in that bed. Yeah. But I'm saying I think they missed the perfect perfect kill. Where'd you guys go? Right. You're right. Like He's tied up. You never know. That might have been a deleted scene or something. Maybe. But again, she tries to give them the lowdown on Campbell, and again, Dorothy's not hearing it. Mm-mm. And then she's like, that's my necklace mm-hmm. that she's wearing, the, the Cupid necklace. The cherub. So Shrimp. then they, they ask her to leave. And um, so then everybody's at this party, because now Dirty Artist Max guy is there. And he tells uh, Lily, Kate, 
Oh, yeah. Whichever. That Lily is yeah. not in L.A. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to get a hold of her, and she never showed up in L.A. So now they're like, oh, crap. So now the crazy ex is going through Campbell's stuff in the house, and she steals his watch that Dorothy bought him. And then she's trying to sneak out and runs right into Cupid, moving the maid's body, like dragging the maid's body. Why did he kill the maid? What did she do? Yo, he had a body count for That's sure. fucked up. So I'm still going with Dorothy here because she didn't like the maid. Remember that? Gotcha. They got into it a little earlier in the thing. I'm just saying, know. look, I'm saying he because, you know, chauvinistic me. Right, right. You know. That's true. He, he, he. So the maid's dead. Poor maid didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. So then he pulls out a butcher knife and Crazy X, like, decks him and with, runs. Yo, she cold cocked his ass with that with that pool stick. Right. But if you notice, this is so a recurring now, theme. Okay. They run into right. not an exit. Yeah. So he's been stabbed in the leg mm-hmm. and now hit with a pool cue. Mm-hmm. And he's not, still not limping. Right. So she goes and hides in the sauna. And um, he's, like, at the door, and she's, like, trying to duck down, and then she runs into Campbell's body. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Mm-hmm. So then she's trying not to scream, and she's trying to sneak out still, and she leaves the sauna, and then he gets her. And he throws her through the shower that's right there. He throws her through the shower door. I think this is probably the most brutal kill of the entire movie because mm-hmm. the shower door breaks off at the bottom into shards, mm-hmm. and he grabs her head and drags her over there, and she's... Looking down at the shard, fully aware of what's about to happen. And she goes, no, no. And he shoves her down and that shard goes right up to the bottom of her mouth into her head and fucking kills her. That was probably the most brutal kill scene in this whole movie. And it was freaking amazing. I liked it. So going back to Campbell's death, right? Uh-huh. He hit him with the axe one time. And he's, that was he's it. done. I was like, oh, okay. Right. I'd have been screaming my fucking ass off. Right. <laughs> I got my axe in my back. <laughs> it's my neck and my back. <laughs> I'll set it right now for a Rolex. Somebody help me. <laughs> I need a macchiatomy. Help my ass. I got an axe in it. Oh, my God. But now he clapped him quick. I got an axe in my back. <laughs> I don't know why that guy's there. I don't know why. I wish I had an axe in my back. Oh, God, he could shove something up in me anytime he wanted. (laughs) Oh, God. You you just leave that Cupid mask on, young man. I don't care who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, uh, Kate and Dorothy now are talking about Lily and how she never showed up in L.A. Now the detective calls Kate, and she tells him what's going on. And he tells her they had to let that asshole Jason go because they had nothing to hold him on so he could be at that party they don't know. So the killer could still be that Jason guy. Mm-hmm. He's had ample opportunity to move around and do all this. Mm-hmm. So the detective's like, I'm on my way. So then Kate um, goes in the kitchen and busts fucking Adam, David Boreanaz, drinking. And now he's fucking, like, drunk. That happened quickly. He got drunk quick. He was drunk and faded. So then... Uh, I put in the notes, could he be next? Because every time they have an argument, mm-hmm. like one of the girls has an argument, that guy dies. So right. could he be next? So then uh, Paige, <laughs> can we just pause for a minute? <laughs> this is the whole hot su- hot tub scene. Paige is in the hot tub, and I put, thank you, Jeebus. Yeah, this 
Yeah. Okay. So then uh, Paige is there and she looks good. Good. And then, so then Cupid is there also. You can see him like in the, Mm -hmm. and the door shuts and she turns around all scared. There's nobody there. When she turns back around, somebody left a rose by her wine bottle on the hot tub. So then she picks it up and she slowly gets out of that hot tub. I just take a breath real quick. And um she's looking around and um she's calling. She thinks it's that Brian who's going, Come on out, Brian, come on, who is it? Who is it? And she's like, Fine, fuck yourself. And then Cupid comes out and gets her, and as he's dragging her away, she drops the rose and he steps on her, which I thought was very like She loves me, she loves me not. Yeah, metaphoric. And then he throws her in the hot tub and slaps the lid on it and locks it, it shut. Have you ever known a hot tub to have a clear lid? They always have those leathery brown fucking mm-hmm. heavy. <laughs> anyway, so then he's got a long drill. And he's drilling through the lid. And she's screaming around, help, help. And then he, like, the drill hits her arm and, like, cuts her open. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope there's no hot tub sharks <laughs> to smell the blood. So then it's an electric drill. So then he just opens the lid and throws the drill in and shocks and electrocutes her. And she even looked good while she's going to electrocute her. I can't even lie. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. woogie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She, I think she had chills and they were multiplying. Oh. <laughs> so then um, then his nose bleeds again. Boner. Yep. That's, that'd be like a dead giveaway. Your nose bleeding all the time. Mm-hmm. So then all the lights go out because she's been electrocuted and it blows like the circuits or whatever. So then the party clears out quick. Everyone starts leaving the party. And then Dorothy says, how do we know that your boyfriend's not the killer, Kate? Mm. And so I'm thinking this is some sour grapes right here. Dorothy's still bitter about her being dumped or thinking she got dumped. Which maybe says Dorothy's not the killer because she would have known... Right. That the dude was dead unless she knew he was trying to rip her off, in which case she's still bitter. I don't know. Unless she's schizophrenic. So this is the great line where Kate says, look, Adam's no angel, but he's not a killer. (laughs) 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 Because David David Boreanaz played Angel in the Buffy series spinoff Angel. Mm -hmm. So then they get in a fight and they split up and... um, you find out that Dorothy's a little nuts because she goes off about being the fat girl and she names what she hates about each one of them. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, I need to speak to your manager. And she storms off. So then Kate's alone now and she calls the detective and she can hear, she goes in the backyard and calls the detective and she hears his phone ringing. Mm-hmm. So she chases that shit down to the pond, the little lily pad pond they got. And the detective's head's floating in it. And then as she's running away... Wait, wait, wait. You saw the... I was about to say that. Okay. The IOU that she wrote for her boyfriend, Adam, comes floating to the top, too. Mm-hmm. What? So then, um, as she gets in the house, David Boreanaz is coming down the stairs slowly. He looks all creepy and spooky. And he's acting all weird, and he wants to dance with her, and they're dancing. And you can see the look on her face. She knows. Mm-hmm. She knows this is the dude. She knows she's got to get away. She kicks him in the nuts and runs up the stairs, set about the back door. Thank you, Drew Barrymore. It's insulting. 
<laughs> but she's looking for Dorothy. So she runs again, and she's running everywhere, and she runs into the back, and she finds Paige dead. And she's like, God damn, she's even hot for a dead body. And then she runs out. And then um, she ends up breaking a bottle over David Boreanaz's head because <laughs> he's like, come on, what's wrong with you? And she breaks the bottle over his head and runs again. And then she runs into the crazy ex's dead body. Mm-hmm. And then she runs into like her dad's office or Dorothy's dad's office where there's a gun rack. Well, they said, oh, my dad has a gun. Yeah. So now she breaks that open and gets the gun. It looked like a 40. I think it was a 40. Uh, now she has a, a gun. And she's having a little trouble loading it. She put the clip in backwards. Mm-hmm. Had to re- turn it around and do it again. Mm-hmm. So now she's looking for David Boreanaz. And she gets jumped by Cupid, the Cupid killer. Mm-hmm. And they tumble down the stairs. And they land next to each other unconscious. And um, she starts to sit up. And then the Cupid killer sits up and gets shot. Pop, like, pop, 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 pop. And she turns around. And who's on the stairs? David Boreanaz. Her angel. So, oh. So, up until this point, I was convinced that David Boreanaz was the killer. The mm-hmm. audience was convinced David Boreanaz was the killer, but he just shot the killer. So, yeah. now we have to ask ourselves, who is the killer? So, he goes over and she's like, no, don't go near him. Now, if this was a real horror movie, he would still be alive after getting shot all those times. Right. But he takes the mask off, and we get the big reveal mm-hmm. of who the killer is finally, just to find out that it's. John Cena! Sorry, I haven't dropped one of those in a while. No! <laughs> and that's what he was saying. I'm gonna shoot you with the bow and arrow now! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so great. I've been waiting for that the whole episode. Whole episode, eh? So he pulls the mask off. It's fucking Dorothy. Fat bitch. But I'm not going to say I called that, but mm-hmm. I called it. Mm-hmm. It's always a crazy fat girl. Mm-hmm. So then, um, oh, shit. I'm put. oops, it's Dorothy. Damn. So then they're sitting there, and he's kind of holding her, and Kate's like, I don't understand. And we all liked her. I don't know why she hated us. And <laughs> Andy says... Well, you know, when someone's that lonely and that angry for that long, they can only they can always hide it, but it stays inside. To one day you have to do something about it. And then she's holding him. He's holding her. He's, he's consoling her. Oh, it's a he happy said, "Don't look." Ending. He said, "Don't look at her. Don't right, look at right. her." Right. And he's holding her, and then all of a sudden, there's a drop of blood on her cheek. One drop. Because two drop. David Boreanaz's nose is bleeding because he's the killer. Would have known. That's the big reveal. So here's what I'm assuming happened. They don't show this. Thank God they don't show this because it bugs me in movies where they don't let you fill it in yourself. They have to do some flashback mm-hmm. of him dressing like, her, chopping her in the throat so she can't talk, putting the mask on her and shoving her out of Kate so they tumble downstairs so she looks like the killer and he gets away with it. So my you know I mean? my only thought is this is this is my thought because remember she knees him in the balls right right so she she runs. She sees what's her name in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Comes back, cracks him over the head with the fucking bottle. Right? right. Then she runs and she sees the ex. Yes. You know, in the shower. Yep. Is he still? He must have went upstairs by now. Yeah, right? he ran upstairs and grabbed Dorothy and put that shit on her. Yeah, totally. Right. You know how hard it is to dress a woman. 
They can't dress themselves in exactly, a tiny manner. Exactly. Leave you sitting downstairs for 30 minutes. So you got the gloves, you got right. the jacket, and the, the mask on? Yep. Him? So then we run credits. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Scale one to ten, what you think of the movie? It's a six. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I give it a six. I'd probably give it a six, dude. And the reason is, it's like you said, it's a fun movie. It's absolutely fun. It's a fun movie. A lot movie. of plot holes. It lo- and Shit to be honest, it's. Holes. It's a slasher movie. Yeah, you, know, you like don't what, really expect much from what it. Can you, what can you really do? Right. Like, the reveal, I remember the first time I saw it, the reveal was like, holy shit! Because right. it is it You're is convinced definitely, it's David Boreanaz. Yeah. And then, it's not, but then it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought that was dope at the end. Right. I but, liked it. But for the most part, it's, it's a slasher movie. This is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. The BBG meter on this? There's a couple of them. In the art, theater yeah. Thing. Oh, look, okay. I knew, I knew you. But I knew. I'm giving this like a six on the yeah. BBG, just because every girl in this movie, mm-hmm, busty, they had sexy as hell, mm-hmm. and they did that on purpose, mm-hmm. especially especially Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. But you had Lily running around without a bra and bouncing mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, I'm giving it a six, even though there weren't that many really bare titties of any of the characters, mm-hmm. just the pictures on the wall and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm still giving it a six because it was quality. Because I promise you, I was like, show some titties. Right, some right. Show some titties. Quality. quality. So, who, yeah. Who had the go. best kill? Which, what, what was the best kill? That was that shower. That's the one in the shower you think so? with the crazy ass. I've, I've always liked Denise Richardson's kill. Yeah. I've always, cause I, yeah. I always thought it was tight because, and right. we, we talked about this off air before we even figured out we were going to do Valentine. Like, when he's drilling down and he hits her in the shoulder, I yeah. was like, oh, that shit's kind of tight. Right. And then he's like, man, fuck this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I first saw the movie, I thought he was going to turn the hot tub up and just boil her. So I thought I thought the same thing with the ex. I thought he was just going to trap her in the fucking steam or blow room. Or up or something. Or, I, yeah. thought, I thought he was going to trap her in the steam room and just kill her with the steam. Oh, in the sauna. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Totally. There's a couple There's a couple ones that you possibly think of, but yep. you're like, ah, then it's something different. So. <laughs> so I got something special for you. All right. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what we're doing next time. You're going to like it. Hey, Vivian. Hey, now look, I can go backwards. Let me see. Hey, that's amazing. Hey. Hey, you. to the emergency broadcasting system. Look up the road, there's a lot more of them. Why are they coming here? Maybe they're coming for us. The sooner later they're gonna get in here. Our baby's gonna be fine. It's only a matter of time. 
was coming. They'll find a way in. Oh, God. didn't guess that was dawn of the dead the remake from uh oh five oh five i believe it was with ving rames makai pfeiffer Uh we're doing that next week kind of got that black history month kind of thing going on too i like it all right i had to go with the nelly i had to go with the (laughs) nelly this was the first song i picked for the outro and then i did the state room conspiracy but yeah this just seemed more fitting (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I love this song. I'm a sucker for this song. Oh, sucker, huh? Love some Nelly. Love country grammar. We hope you guys enjoyed your Valentine's Day with us. Right. We had a uh, audio menage a trois with you, if you will. Ooh. We made you a Jasperino and Roman sandwich. Pause. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, join us next week for Dawn of the Dead. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your heart. Keep that shit guarded. Don't be a simp. And uh, I'm Jasperino on behalf of the man, the myth, the legacy, Mr. Roman Alvarado. We will catch you motherfuckers on the flip side. Peace.